black ship. I'm getting a little seasick <laughs> on this ship. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, okay, here's how we got here. I was like, let's, okay, really what it was is I saw a picture of Morticia and Gomez Adams. Um, yeah. And I was like, let's talk about good fictional couples. That's a good one. Like relationship really goals. My first pick was going to be Molly and Arthur Weasley. Oh, that is a good. Yeah, that is they're good they're good. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have gone with. Uh, um, fuck, who else would I have picked other than Morticia and Gomez? Uh, Ross and Rachel. No, no, <laughs> no absolutely not. not. God, I've no. never, I've never watched Friends, and even <laughs> I know that's sh- that's not a good time. The mains from Creep too. That's a joke for me. What about Pam and in? Pam and Jim, but that's kind of like an obvious like. Well, so is Morticia and Gomez. I got some well, qualms about yeah. that one. Jim and Pam. Yep. What's that? Pam and the camera guy. Yeah, but that wasn't even a thing. You're not. Really, it was like an episode thing, right? Yeah, it was like a two episode thing it to is. just to cause drama that like wasn't actually there. It was very reality TV. Show yeah. That being um, said, sure, I've only seen like episodes of The Office mm-hmm. here and there. Like, I remember it being at a oh, friend's house. Oh, Winry and Ed. That's a good one. Uh, From Full Metal Alchemist. That's a really good one. Uh, I want to say... What was the uh, the guy in the armor suit that was, like, in the basement of that uh, laboratory? Oh, the butcher? Yeah, the butcher. The butcher and... Uh... Murdering people. No. <laughs> that was his, his dream. Oh. Alphonse? Yeah, they do kind of be... They kind of have a mutual understanding after their scrape. Yeah. Yeah, but Alphonse is a child. But also, uh, and yeah, he Alphonse is an adult serial killer. That, so. Yeah, he does. He gets broken. Yeah, he. Yeah, goes Alphonse is like ten. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like later in life or something. Like, I think his name. Like, I think it's Barry the Butcher. Yeah, I'm pretty sure butcher. he's an adult no, serial chopper? killer. Barry the Chopper. That's yeah, what it is. What yeah. Is. I, was making I think it actually rhymes in the like the real Japanese, but in the English yeah. translation, it's still Barry the Chopper for some reason. Yeah. There's a ton of puns and alliteration that totally get lost in translation. Oh, oh yeah. every time I watch a K drama and there's like a little pause, I'm like, somebody just somebody, somebody landed an excellent pun. Yeah. And I'm sure if I <laughs> spoke Korean or had an understanding of Korean culture, I would be losing my shit right now. Oh, yeah. Somebody just, like, totally nailed it as far as jokes go. So we were like, let's talk about that. And then Ben was like, I'm out. And I was like, oh, you don't want to talk about, like, ships or whatever. And he was like, no, I want to talk about ships. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is honestly one of the biggest heel turns of this show. It really is. Yeah, this is <laughs> unexpected. Because Ben's, like, so anti-fanfic. And then all of a sudden he's like, no, let's talk about shipping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then he was like, let's not even just talk about ships. Let's talk about crack ships. I did not call it that. I said, let's pair up people from different media. That's what it's called. But that's what it's called, yeah. <laughs> crack ships. Um, and so now I guess we're talking about crack ships. Yeah. Uh, ooh, and I've got one to start out with. What's that? Karama and Sirius Black. <laughs> that is a great one. It absolutely <laughs> is. All right. And I've even figured out how, okay, so here's how it would work. Okay, so you know when Sirius falls through the veil? Yes. Well, he doesn't fall into the afterlife. He falls into the Makai. Oh, jeez. And Karama <laughs> finds him and is like, well, I'm a reformed demon now, so I have to help you get back to, <laughs> yeah, you know, the human world. And But then he gets tangled up with, like, Voldemort. I've already written the fanfic. It's like it's already there. Their, their relationship the develops beautifully. Like, it all comes together. No yeah, why is he there? Who knows? But, you know, he's a shipper on deck, so Yusuke's involved and... Kuwabara. 
I could see him and Lupus or Lupin getting together pretty good. Kubara and no, 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 Remus? No, no. Hey, it, or he, sorry. <laughs> hey, hey, it. Yeah. hey, hey, man. I left my brain. Somewhere Actually, else um, my favorite Harry Potter, like canon Harry Potter ship, is uh, Lupin and Tonks. Yes. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. I wish we'd gotten more from them. She's in the Mandalorian as well. She is. Really? Yeah. Good for her. Because yep. I haven't seen a lot of her after Harry Potter. They do a uh, prison break episode, and uh, <sighs> I love a good prison right. break episode. Yeah, okay. I knew I was like, I kept looking at her and I was like, I fucking recognize her. If yeah. I could figure out a reason to bullshit that episode for mm-hmm. LSA, I would totally fucking do it. Yeah. Uh, God. There's plenty of other episodes we could do, though. That is. That's also the episode that Bill Burr is in. Yeah. <laughs> good for him. Yes. Yep. Coming from good old space Boston. All right. Yeah. Well, I've shared my crack ship that is actually a real crack ship I have, and it's like the only one. Your turn. Okay. Jack Frost and Wunsler. Yeah. <laughs> about this but tumblr used to be a crazy place in 2012 (laughs) and there was a legitimate fandom you know the lorax movie the animated lorax movie there was a fandom that was like we think the one slur is hot shit yeah (laughs) and we want to get into that guy's pants legitimately and i saw a tumblr post once that was like (laughs) i wish bad guy had come out uh, this, this post was made in like 2019 and it was like I wish bad guy had come out um, bad guy from seven years ago oh. and somebody was like why and then they posted the Lorax 2012 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a meme and it's oh, actually two God. Seuss characters talking and it's one of them has taken his glasses off and is like, I think I prefer this post with the context gone. Oh, yeah. And then the other one is this guy and he's pointing at him. He's like, you put on the context and you face the bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh, my God. So, yeah, the one slur. Whew, that is That was a thing. Yeah. That's not my real answer. No, I didn't. <laughs> None of these, other than the Karama serious one, none of these are real answers. Because um, I don't do crack shipping. My but... real answer is Cass and the Doctor. Nope. <laughs> Which one? I would. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. Actually, Matt I Smith. would read then fan fiction. <laughs> Matt Smith, really? Christopher Eccleston. Really? I'd watch the fuck out of that. Or read it. I don't know. I'm going to come in from behind with a, with a weird one. Okay. Jodie Whittaker, number 13. All right. Admittedly, I'm the only one who's watched her seasons, but... You put on your sunglasses after you said that. I did, yeah. <laughs> oh, and I look like an idiot, so I'm going to take them off real quick. I'm going to take off my sunglasses. I see those. And I raise you Photon and Alphonse. Again, a child, but continue. <laughs> oh, I think they would be cute together. Wh- just... Why? Like Conqueror of Shambhala Alphonse. <laughs> like, like, oh, okay. Like later. Adult Alphonse, yeah. yeah. Adult Alphonse. We're aging him up. That's yeah. what that's called. Well, because, like, how far back is fucking... Like what the 14, 1500s is when FMA takes place, like loosely in mm, the twenties. Yeah, like the FMA takes place yeah. in the nineteen twenties. Yeah. Or no, like nineteen. Uh, nineteen eighteen. Yeah, like World War One era. Is when yeah. Except alternate universe. Off, yeah. And they're like ten, so he'd, <coughs> he'd be like ninety when Yu Yu Hakusho takes place, right? Because it's like what late nineties. I guess so. early nineties. Early nineties. Yeah, see, perfect age. See, bam, not creepy. <laughs> The other one? I'm going to dig myself out of this hole, by <laughs> yep. God. Yep. EA and the Grinch. Okay, why? 
Like Jim Carrey Grinch? Yeah. Well, no, the animated one. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, the Jim Carrey one. The Jim Carrey one. <laughs> or just, Benedict you know what? Cumberbatch one. So, oh, God. I just think they're combined. That guy is nice. <laughs> yeah. I just think their combined sullenness would be hilarious. Okay. I've got a weird one. All right. Sherlock, Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock, All right. but also Sherlock Holmes from Elementary. And oh. Basil Rathbone. <laughs> Also what? as Sherlock Holmes. What is that fucking We've got name? Three, that's his real name. Basil Rathbone. Yeah. It's one of those names that like sounds incredibly evil. Yeah. Like Callista Flockhart. There's an earthquake happening <laughs> in the UK because Sir Arthur Conan Doyle is just spinning in his grave so hard. Well, I'm going to have to die with this. Yeah. So uh, Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock and Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock. Hell yeah. We're just matching up different... Different Sherlock's. Was it Toby that Mc... would be inseparable. Yeah. Was it Toby Maguire. No. Who was the first like uh, the two thousand Spider Man? Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. Mm-hmm. That Spider Man. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool. <laughs> From. Bo. That's an actual ship. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not done yet. Yeah. And Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. Ot three. Ot three, baby. <laughs> They're all part of the same universe, though. That's not so much as a crack ship as yeah. a thing that could happen. That's a, well, that's the thing that's probably never. Well, well, well like, it's never gonna happen. But it's like not crazy to be like, here, yeah. here, these people are, because yeah. people legitimately ship Spidey, Spidey Pool. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. and that's been referenced in the comics. Oh yeah, Deadpool's been like mm-hmm. after them pants for a long time. Oh yeah, and Deadpool makes reference to all like the sh- the shippers of Spidey Pool. Yeah. Like he'll talk about yeah. he's like, oh, the the fan art's going crazy right now and Spider Man's like, What are you talking about? <laughs> and Deadpool's like, We go to different websites. Fucking the interactions they have, because like I don't <coughs> I don't read a lot of comics, but I will read like stuff about Deadpool and Spider Man just because a lot of the times it's fucking hilarious. Oh god, yeah. There was an animated movie a couple I mean, they years both... ago that was Spider Man and Deadpool. What? No, yeah. no, no. It was an animated television show. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, so they did a Disney Channel show, they did a television show, and one of the episodes, Spider-Man and Deadpool, like, teamed up and stole Tony Stark's jet. Damn. Yeah. Obviously, they, like, toned down his behavior, you know, for the kids. (laughs) But I'm pretty sure they referenced that. I'm pretty sure Deadpool has a little fourth wall breaking line where he's like, can't say fuck or whatever. Yeah. No, he absolutely does. Yeah, because I, I remember seeing like a it's gift great. set of all the things Deadpool said in at the episode. time because it came out before the movie came out, the yeah. Ryan Reynolds movie. At the time, it was the best on-screen representation of Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Damn, because the only other thing we had was Wolverine Origins, which of course yeah. was tragic. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Well, you had it in a Marvel versus Com- Marvel versus Capcom three. Mm. That's true. That was also very good because well, he had and a, the Deadpool game is really good. Yeah, yeah. he had a fin- in, in Marvel vs. Capcom three. He had a finishing move where he would take his health bar and beat the other character with it. Yes. It oh, that is good. Yeah. God, those games are great. And I mean, harsh on the work. Yeah. All right, crack ship, Deadpool and Ryan White Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> it's already happened. Oh! <laughs> Sorry. Y'all seen Selfless? I think you have, right? No, no. Oh, God, it's so bad. It's so goddamn bad. What is it? What is it? Uh, I'll save it for another podcast. Like, for when we talk about how to fix bad movies. Oh, yeah, we gotta do that episode. But I'll tell you about it later. I still want to talk about how we could fix the prequels. Oh. Which prequels? 
Star, the Star Wars prequels. I mean, I already know how to fix the prequels. Don't watch them in release order. Yeah, well. <laughs> we sh- all right, for the next movie. Well, night, semi-release order. Let's let's watch the prequels, because I haven't seen them. I've been wanting to rewatch the prequels. I've been wanting to rewatch all of Star Wars. Especially now that I've accidentally paid for Disney Plus for two months. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, you might as well get it in, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I want to watch all the movies all the way through. Yes, possibly, in machete order. Yeah, possibly in machete order, which is my favorite way. So it'd be it's four, five, six, one, four, five, no, four, five, one, two, three, one, two, three, where you could possibly take out one if you really wanted oh, to. Oh, okay. Just but I really sorry, love I the totally fight scene. Sorry, I totally farted in his heinous. <laughs> really sorry <laughs> right. for you guys. I thought it was I, my breath. I really <laughs> like the fight scene with Darth Maul, so I I always watch. That's, um, man, that's somebody that needs to uh, somehow come back. Yeah, he did. See, that's what show. I'm fucking talking about. Fix the, fix the prequels. Don't kill Darth Maul. Darth Maul and Hie. God. What is with you and Hiei? Yeah. We're just going to pair Hiei up with everybody. I feel like he's lonely. God damn it. He's Darth got Makuro. Darth Maul and Voldemort. He is That's one of, of, the, of the four members of Team Urameshi. That actually has like a, the most balanced relationship at the end of the show. I think so. Yeah, yeah. you're not wrong. There's a, y'all haven't read the comics, so you might not know this information, but Makuro... So in the TV show, it talks. So Makuro, for our listeners, Yu Hakusho character, introduced in the last arc, which is the Makai tournament arc. Yeah. She is a badass. Yep. She is one of the kings of the Makai, and basically, there's three kings, and it's like a big deal who becomes the next king, because one of them is dying, which is going to throw off balance in the Makai. One of them is like, I like to nom on human flesh. So we don't want him to become the next ruler of the Makai, right? Yeah. And then Makuro is like, I just like chaos and tomfoolery. So we're not like super into her reign either, but mm. it's less like, I guess, human murdering or gangas. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and he starts working for her. And it is implied that they're in a romantic relationship. It's heavily implied. Heavily implied. Yeah. Um, well, in the comics, so in the show it talks about how she was a slave She's got, like, these chains on her ankles and her mm-hmm. um, wrists, and she's just never broken them, even though she, like, has that power. And Hiei, at the end of the show, breaks them for her. Uh, and it's supposed to be, like, this little romantic thing. Yeah. But another thing is is that she was actually a slave to her dad, who, like, abused her in all the ways. Dang. And Hiei kills her dad and That's brings nice. her his head. Nice. Which is, like, such, like, a classic Kie in a relationship <laughs> thing to do. Instead of like a dozen yeah, it's like the the, the 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 head of your abusive father. <laughs> which feels very on brand for Hie. Yeah. Yeah. I'll stop shipping him now. <laughs> I mean ship whoever you want. You said Elsa and uh Ooh, don't call me Elsa. Crack ship. Emperor Palpatine and Grendelwald. Oh, <laughs> That is dark. Sparks will fly. Is there any is there any crack ships who I'm legitimately like they would be so good together? No. No. I think not good, but they might straighten each other out to an extent. I can't think of anybody to pair Anakin with, like older Anakin. Hmm. That would just like stop it. Just like, like, oh, you kill children? Knock that shit off. Yeah, quit it. I was trying to think of something <laughs> funny. I just couldn't. Hey, Not get out! Stop it, Anakin. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Hit you with the spray bottle. Spray of water. 
I saw a Hard Times article that was like, what if Anakin mm-hmm. liked sand? <laughs> <laughs> Say the same thing about Luke Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> sand everywhere. Fucking hate sand, guys. Mm. Um. What did you say, Elsa and? God damn it! Don't call me out. No, I want to know who. What did he say, Travis? I don't remember who. It, uh... Fuck, I don't remember either. Yeah, because immediately we were like, Elsa and Jack is a legitimate like Jack yeah, Frost. You did say that. From the uh, what was the Shinobi's name from uh, the like the Dark Tournament art, the Ice Apparition guy? Toya. Toya. Her like yeah, that might work. Maybe. I feel yeah. I feel like you said Elsa and another Ice person. The cold never bothered me. But anyways. I don't remember what it was. I was being silly, but I don't. Think... Yukina. No, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Give Elsa a girlfriend. Let's do Elsa thing. and Moana. Did y'all see the thing about how Olaf is like five six, which would make Elsa like seven foot eleven? I'm sorry. <laughs> how tall is Olaf? Olaf is supposed to be five six, which makes so everyone, wait, every human. Olaf is show. my height. Yeah, is what you're saying. Uh-huh. He's I'm actually five five. He's and, taller than me, and that would make I've always every thought... other human in that world as tall as Tom Hand. Jesus Christ. <laughs> see, I've always thought, and some of them taller. Uh, see, I've always thought that Olaf was like perfect dick sucking height. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, yeah I, I thought he was like three. Feet I mean, not that oh, no, I no, thought about it, but he's five four. Yeah, but oh, still, thank God, I'm still yeah, taller than him. Those two inches are gonna make a difference. <clears throat> but still, Olaf comes up to like Elsa's knees. Damn. That's a horrifying thing I've just learned about the Frozen universe. I hate that Crack so shit. much. Elsa and Spider Man. No. Really? No. That that was a that was a weird fucking YouTube trend. I'm gonna put um Crack Ship into Tumblr and just see what happens. Oh boy. Crack Ship. Y'all I had a I had a I'm getting old moment again. While I was on Instagram, Samurai Jack and Johnny Bravo. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's actually kind of legit. Yeah, because of the uh, the Cartoon World yeah uh, interstitials that used to happen. There was one where um, Johnny Bravo and Samurai Jack were doing laundry at a laundromat, and they both just look at each other, and the tension is palpable. Palpable. Yeah, that was a car or commercial, right? Like mm-hmm. a bump, like all. The- yeah, it was like these old Cartoon Network bumps where it was like, oh, all the cartoons live in the same universe. They just go to work and do their shows. Did you ever like see like the games that Cartoon Network used to have? On I the played them all. I played all they were of them. Good. Some of them were at least. There was one I really liked that was um, you played as Ir Baboon, and you had to find all of the. Uh, envelopes for the award show that was about to go on. I remember that one. That was a fun one. I played yeah. that one a lot. I played the trick or treat game a lot. Yeah, so much fun. There was one I remember. I don't remember who you play as, but you had to go around an island and help everybody. Oh, and like you had to do like fetch quests and stuff, and like beat little mini games or something. Yeah, it was. It's been a hot minute. Though. There was an Ed and Eddie fighting game that I liked. Yeah, too. that one was fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, we did have a conversation recently about power levels in Ed and Eddie. Yes. Yeah. I sent out that tweet, and then someone was insulted that I didn't put Rolf at number one. But also, I forgot Plank in my list, and Plank is number one. I don't know how, like, like if you do it like cars, where it's like weight to power, yeah, I can see Plank being the strongest. But well, see, I did it just solely based on canon interactions. Yeah. <coughs> Like, Jimmy at one point just explodes. Of, like He's like Broly levels of power. Yes, that's exactly why he's number one. Yeah. The only reason I put the Kanker Sisters as a group above Rolf yeah. is because Rolf has succumbed to the Kanker Sisters. Yeah, because he, he... Yeah, they kind of beat his ass, right? Yeah. I mean, they just roll through and tear up everyone. That's, well, it's three of them against usually one. Yeah. I debated whether or not Sarah should go above Ed, uh, like Big Ed, Ed. Um, now, because Sarah does have control of Ed, but when Ed gets that rock in his shoe, yeah, fucking no one can stop him. Nope, he is a monster. <laughs> Tears through that goddamn town. What are we fucking talking about anymore? I don't know. We just, like I knew we'd like crack shit. And of course, way. Eddie is last. Eddie yeah. is always at the end. He's the bottom. And then below him is his brother. Yes. I like Double D. Double D? Where did I rank Double D? Did you see my tweet? I did, and it's it's Double, middle top. Double D was number eight. Yeah. What? Out of ten. Oh, oh he's bottom. Yeah, we're talking mm-hmm. like uh, sheer power levels. No, she, I know. Sheer power levels. It was Jimmy, the Canker Sisters, Rolf, Ed, Big Ed, Sarah, Kevin, Naz, Double D, Johnny, uh, and then Eddie. And yeah. then Plank, I forgot Plank, but Plank transcends the list. Plank does transcend the list. Because <laughs> he just... I love that episode where they tried to, like, torture Plank. <laughs> yeah. And he just tor- tortures oh, him back God. just by, like, luck. Mm-hmm. He Plank is Lucky Ted. Yeah. I need, the, I need there to be a Disney Plus, but for old Cartoon Network shows, except I just need old Cartoon Network shows to be available to me. I know, right? Like, I want to watch all of Car- Courage the Cowardly Dog. I've got two words for you, my friend. On Netflix? YouTube. And are they all on YouTube? Yeah. Shit, yeah. Tight. Not in great quality. Yeah, but... It's fine. Like, the Ed and Eddie I watched, it looked like it did back in the 90s, mm-hmm. in the early aughts. Y'all, I have... N- I'm going to talk... I'm going to change gears a little bit. Okay. I have never seen Hitalia. Me neither. At this point, I never will. What? <laughs> Hitalia is... It's like, what if the country... What if every country had a personality? Yeah, or like, what if we anth- anthropomorphized all the countries? Yeah, is this, is this, but also just turned them into big stereotypes. Is this, yeah. Is this porn? No. No. I thought it was. It, it, that's where well, like that's how I got introduced to it, for sure. Yeah. I thought it was Italian hentai. No. The, no, 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 no. It's like they were little three-panel comics, mm-hmm. and is that how it got started? Yeah, is like little. Um, so, have you ever seen like the original Azumanga Daio comics? No. Oh, okay. They were basically the equi- the Japanese equivalent of like Saturday morning, oh, okay. like comics or like the Sunday funnies, right? Gotcha. Yeah. Where they weren't like you know whole chapters of like manga, but they were little like you know panels, so like short jokes, things like that. Yeah. Um, Azumanga Daio is another one of those like types that got adapted into an anime, as is um, Mother Girl's Nozaki Kun. 
Oh, okay. Which is by far my favorite out of them that I've seen. Um, so instead of like plots, they tend to be like little vignettes. Yeah, it's like little situations yeah. for them to get in. Oh, so yeah. it's like the OVAs from a Yu Yu show that you showed me where it's just like a piece. Yeah, and them. they're very like slice of life. Yeah. But usually... But Hitalia is kind of an infamous one because a lot of Hitalia fans are a lot. Yeah. Not all of them, obviously. You can say that about any fandom. There are bad, not bad fans, but just like, I don't know, obnoxious fans in any fandom. Yeah. Like Supernatural has some. Some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No. I didn't mean Why to are we biting the hands? <laughs> Let's, let me fix this. Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Alabama football. K-pop. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where, like, most of the fans are, like, just quiet, normal people who just enjoy this. But then there's the... But, yeah, the but then there's, views. like, the crazy ones that that's what everybody, like, thinks of. Mm-hmm. Don't fucking <laughs> point at me. I never painted myself gray. You've read the most homestuck out of all of us. Oh, all right. And I still don't know what it's about after all these years. No one does. <laughs> Not even Travis. I was hoping you would correct me. I mean, you could say anything about homestuck, and it might be canon. <laughs> <laughs> so, any, but the point is, is that Italia has like one of those like types of fan bases. Mm-hmm. I mean, fuck anime in general, though. Am I right? Yeah. Um, but like. Uh, basically, from what I can gather, it's about, like, anthropomorphic countries, but specifically, like, World War II versions. Oh, so, like, Poland ball. <laughs> yeah. Close. There's specifically, like, a series set called Hetalia Axis Powers. Yeah. I've, I've seen and it's, like, movie. Japan, Italy, Japan, Germany. Italy, Germany. And Sometimes then, like, Russia. Yeah. Or USSR would be more canon, I think. Would it? Yes. Well, you know, back then, no. Yeah, no, it would just be Russia. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well. And, like. Maybe. Why did I fucking bring up Italia? I have no clue. Oh, here's why. Because sometimes through that tag, I saw some Italia crack ships. Pretty sure all Italia ships are crack ships. Yeah. I mean, they're countries, right? They're countries Mm -hmm. that you're shipping together. And like, can you imagine just shipping like America and Canada or some shit? I'm sure people do. Yeah, we might need some of like. And that's weird. I don't support that. I yeah. I don't like that ship. <laughs> I'm an anti-America Canada shipper. I'm not. I see America more as a bottom. <sighs> I mean, that's valid. Yeah. America's the bottom that wants to be a top. I thought of a joke. I think they're a verse bottom, but they're not. Yeah. Sorry, I've been watching The Witcher, and last night I was like, man, I really want to play The Witcher so it allows me to fulfill my fantasy of being a top. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I've got the first Witcher game on my Steam library. Oh, oh man. Rough, right? Like, I mean, just to look at comparatively. To a little bit. I mean, compared to, like, Witcher 3, of course. Oh, I'm going to just skip to Wild Hunt. Like, that's my plan. Yeah, I mean, yeah. honestly, you might as well should. Um,. Like Speaking of... Because The Witcher is basically like, hey, do you like item management? Well, here's some good news. Everything's awful! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Every, everything should just use RE4's item management, and it'll be fine. Yeah. 
I unreal. Sorry, I've been playing Skyrim on the Switch. Yeah, and immediately I went overweight, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck! How do you mod this?" Because <laughs> so I had to look up how to mod the Switch mm-hmm. so that I could carry over. Did you get it figured out? I did. Yeah, yeah like. <clears throat> it's just that, like the title screen, right? Because it's like uh, yeah, there's yeah. the official like the Bethesda mods mm-hmm. like forum or whatever yeah. that you can download from. Yeah. So, anyways, sorry, unrelated, but <laughs> yeah, I'm really into The Witcher recently. Yesterday, I had toss a coin to your Witcher just stuck in my head. Nice. That's the main reason I haven't watched the show yet. Oh man! No, that song is so catchy. It's like, so exactly. catchy. It's just. Uh, but uh, the scene that it plays over, not pretty very, hardcore. Yeah, pretty hardcore. Not very catchy at all. Yeah, like, no. It's at the end of the second episode, and like a bunch of fucked up shit is yeah, happening. It's supposed to be very. What's the word? Dissonant. Yeah. Where it's like it's playing the song, and it sounds very happy and cool. But there's a lot of very the fact that the song, cool things. The fact that the song even exists is in its way like an example of dissonance, because like. Right. So the situation is, so the song talks about, you know, the Geralt being like, like kicking in teeth and beating the shit out of people. Mm-hmm. But the actual, what actually happened was he actually like talked, like de-escalated a situation that could have ended up going really bad and like yeah. peacefully handled okay. it. So it was more like uh, Constantine rather than just whipping ass and kicking ass. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, which and the can. bard, which, yeah, oh, he totally could have just murdered all of them. But because he is a good person slash kind, he always tries to, you know, take the high road. Yeah, de-escalate. And um, then, but then right after that, the bard writes the song where it's like, oh, these demon type characters totally like were kicking my ass. And then Geralt came in and (laughs) fucking shoved them out. Like, and Geralt's like, that's not what happened at all. And the bard's like, well, respect doesn't write history. doesn't yeah. make history. So it's, like, really fucked up. It's fucked up. Yeah. I heard that The Witcher's first episode was on par with, like, Game of Thrones. Like, that first episode, like, as good or better. I mean, it's pretty damn good. Yeah. Somebody told me to skip the first episode. Of The Witcher? Of The Witcher? No, no, you gotta watch it. It's so good. You need it for context. Oh, yeah, for sure. That you is, will be lost without it. That is one thing I will say about the show, is you have to pay attention to it. Yep. Maybe it's a different show. I want to say it was The Witcher, though. But I, the person who said that to me, their <laughs> tips on watching shows sometimes aren't great. <laughs> so... Yeah, do not skip the. If you're gonna watch it, do not skip the first episode. Don't that skip any. Episode. Required reading. First of all, it's like a six episode show, so like yeah. just pony up, you know. Yeah. I, I wish somebody had said that about BoJack Horseman because that first episode is bad, but the rest of the show is pretty amazing. Yeah, but no, the first episode's really good. If it's only six episodes, I'll at least watch the first one. You're gonna. They're at all first, like you're gonna be like. Long. I'll give you that. What the fuck is happening? You're going to watch it and you're going to be like, what the fuck is happening in this first yeah. episode? But it, it circles back. Okay. Toss a coin to yeah, your you witcher, re- you really a valley to, of plenty. Not only do you have to pay attention to what's happening per episode, you have to pay attention to... What's happening overall. What's happening uh, overall. It is truthfully a show that's made to be binged. 
Yes. Like, you can say that about other shows, but The Witcher is made to be binged. There are, there's a few shows that Netflix is putting that, like, making it style for. Yeah. I mean, Lost in Space is kind of like that, too. Like, yeah. they hook you in, and it's like, boom, 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 boom. And yet, ready to go. Yeah. Who's your favorite character in, in The Witcher? The Witcher? Geralt and... Is it Geralt or Geralt? I say Geralt, but I don't think that's right. I think it's Geralt. Geralt. Which way? Geralt? 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 I thought it was Geralt. And then I heard it in the show, and I was like, wait. This is a thing that always happens, because you probably remember back in school when the first or the third Harry Potter book came out, and everybody was like, Sirius. No. Right. No, I I did not hear anyone say that. I knew from the get-go that it was serious. A little heart full of me. Let me tell you what. Serious. Yeah. It was just a just a weird pun. I think there was a you know what Diana Wynn Jones? Maybe. Okay. She wrote um Howl's Moving Castle. Oh, okay. Like the book that mm-hmm. the book that inspired the movie. Yeah. Did y'all goddamn see? Yes. Yes. Wait, see what? Years of studio, waiting. Where Studio Ghibli is coming to Netflix. Yeah. Yes. And I mean all of it. Oh god, I'm so excited. I when I heard that Disney Plus was a thing, I was like, I'm not going to get it unless the Studio Ghibli films are on it. Right. Well, Disney only handles <coughs> their overseas, like, distribution. Not not anymore. They've been uh, they've been sold to a different company. Oh, okay. Yeah. Disney doesn't handle that at all anymore. It wasn't like Bandai Namco, was it? But that's, no, that's it was why something they're coming else. to Netflix now. Yeah. yeah. So they weren't going to be on Disney Plus because they got sold to a different company. I read an article that was like, you can't even, unless you buy the DVDs and you have to buy the physical DVDs, there's mm-hmm. no way to get access to them. Yeah. They're not online. You can't rent them through Amazon. Yeah. Like, that's it. You can't even torrent them most of the time. It's hard to find uh, a torrent for it. Mm, I found some. Back in the day. Oh, but yeah, this was like yeah. 2012. Toss a coin to your witcher. Oh, Valley. God damn it. We at Hellcast do not condone torrenting anything. Yeah, no, just, just go steal it. Just, yeah, just, <laughs> just steal it off the shelf. It's, it's much easier. <laughs> you're, you're not goddamn wrong. I don't know if like, I just went dumb in the past ten years or what. Jesus. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, don't uh, I love how the how connected The Witcher is to like Polish. It's very cool. Like mm-hmm. myth and that's the stuff. Kind of, well, that's the... Where does where is CD CD Project Red from? That way, like, yeah, like northern. The Europe. the company that made the games is like from that okay. region of Europe. See, I thought I was like I knew where the books had come from, and I knew it was like a Polish game and Polish book yeah. series. But when Netflix was making the show, I was like, oh, they're really gonna like the, not really focus on that right. in the marketing. But there is a they they do. They have like Polish um, interviewers interviewing the cast members. Mm. They had they had the cast members answer like "How Slavic are you?" questions, nice. and like do like a little game like that. Like they're really focusing on the fact that this is a property from Poland, which yeah. I think is really yeah. cool. CD Projekt Red is based in Warsaw. Poland. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, <clears throat> I want to um, go to Warsaw. I think I've I've always really wanted to visit Poland. And then the other thing that's cool about The Witcher is something that uh, our a, a mutual friend, all of us, posted about on Facebook was that 
there's black characters yes. in a fantasy series yes. that actually like talk and do stuff. Yeah, oh. they have like j- roles and yeah. arts and jobs. <laughs> Did y'all see the 2019 uh, Christmas Carol? <clears throat> no. It has black characters in it, in oh. it as well. Yeah, it's almost like black people existed yeah. back then. Who yeah. knew? Yeah. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah, like one Game of, of Thrones. One of them is a main. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Again, black people weren't invented until 1914. (laughs) We all know this. Until color television set for a thing. God. It's dark. Oh, man. Yeah. God. Fuck. Damn it. Why did I do this to myself? Literally, where you're at right now is why I have not watched this show because I've seen so many comics and memes about (laughs) having. It just stuck in your goddamn head. I actually really want to do a cover of it. Yeah. I just really want to get out and be like, be toss good. a coin to your witcher. That'd be good for like, and it goes a little something like this. That would be really good. Topical. Mm-hmm. Right. I already have what I, I already know what I want to do for it goes a little something like this. Yeah, me too. <sighs> Sorry for those of you who don't know, AKA our <laughs> listeners. It goes a little something like this is a new show in Huntsville. Where comedians choose a song that exists. And a live band performs it, but before the performance with the comedian singing it. Yeah, the comedian makes up a story about why yeah. they wrote it. Yeah, kind of in like the VH1 storyteller's style. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's not the actual story. Like, maybe it is, but it's, most of the time it's for just the, a fake story. For the first show, there was someone who did like the actual story. I don't know if that story was true or not, but it Wait, felt like... Wait, who? Uh, Charlie, Charlie Hester did Zombie. That's not the actual story. It's not? It felt like yeah, it. Yeah, it sure fucking felt like it. If she made that up, that was... She damn. she made that shit up. Fucking damn. damn. Zombie exists about the IRA. Oh. Uh, okay. And like... See, that's Irish, Irish versus English, yeah, like, yeah. tension back in the 90s. See, that, yeah. Tension. The war that was going on yeah. between them, you know. Oh, you mean the, yeah, the damn. Same Charlie person. Hester needs to write a book. I know, right? <laughs> it's not about lesbian, like, whatever that was she was talking about. I mean, yeah. it was an amazing story. Yeah. And it's actually what I really like that show to be. Not that it's like, you know, I didn't create it, so it's not like my vision or whatever. But yeah. I like the fact out of everybody, she's the only one that was like, I'm going to be funny, but I'm also going to be a little sincere. I'll make you feel some shit. And I liked that. I yeah. liked that a well, lot. Yeah, because that's what the VH1 storytellers was kind of like. They they get the, the songwriter to like tell a story, especially if it's some fucking song, like tell a story, pull out the heartstrings a little bit. Yeah. And play the song. <laughs> yeah. And then you get a whole new like way of listening to the song. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, no, it's not... I mean, I'm pretty sure that's not how Zombie was written. But now you're making me question myself. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought. Most it's people. Zombie by the Cranberries. Yeah. yeah. No, we don't think Charlie Hester wrote the song. No, I know that. <laughs> yeah, it's a protest song uh, by Irish alternative rock band The Cranberries, written about the 1993 IRA bar- bombing in Warrington. Okay. Yeah. Nice. That makes way more sense. Because the zombies could just be like people who have got sit, like shell shocked yeah. from the bottom. Okay, yeah. The Warrington bombings were two separate bomb attacks that took place during early 1993 in Warrington, Cheshire, England. Cheshire. I just like to bring up Worcestershire. Worcestershire. That we initially started talking about crack shit. Yeah. I know, and now we're here with the IRA. All kinds of stuff. 
honestly, this is just more stuff for the Patreon. It's yeah. Podcast stuff right here, baby. Podcast on flight. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get into the let's episode. Let's get into the episode. What's it called? Weekend at Bobby's. Weekend, Weekend at Bobby's. At Bobby's. Oh, that's right. Um, What's it about, weirdo? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You're fucking just, weird. I don't know what to tell that's you. That's so harsh all of a sudden. There's just a weird roast out of nowhere. Yeah. What, what's also, it about, pussy? <laughs> <laughs> the weakest roast Hey, little heard. baby boy. Little, little weirdo baby baby cakes. Um, oh, that, that life lost thread. I want to hop in, but I feel bad. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Sam and Dean go to Bobby's. And it's a Friday night. Okay. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And um, <clears throat> they show up, and Bobby's got a dead body. Mm-hmm. And Bobby's like, we got to get rid of this. So they do, but not the way you think. Oh, my God. That is exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> you just described the episode. Did Pretty I? much what happens verbatim, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, there's an old Brian Regan joke. I there's guess... only a couple times where it happened. I guess there's no reason for us to do the pot. No, I'm absolutely fucking with you. <laughs> no, Did you believe me there for a second? Yes. Though? <laughs> Especially because like there was one time in season three where I made I made a prediction, but then y'all just did that thing where you stare at each other. Yeah. So I thought it was wrong, but it was right. <laughs> What's the Brian Reed joke? I, I can't remember verbatim, but it's pretty much just him about lazy writing. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's like, oh, one thing led to another. That's what it is. Yep. Where it's like the original joke is about him talking about Adolf Hitler, where like young a young Adolf Hitler gets uh, kicked out of art school and doesn't make it into art school. One thing led to another, and like Paris was invaded and such and such. Yeah. Or whatnot, or Poland was invaded first. Uh huh. It's like the I love the, but not the way you think. Yes. Yeah. In the right context is amazing. But I have seen it in like really poor contexts a couple of times recently, and yeah. it's just like, bruh, please, I, d- I don't know if you're trying to make a joke. <laughs> so, y'all know the movie Princess Bride. Yes. Have y'all Girl! read the book Princess Bride? Yes. Oh, oh okay. You may know what I'm talking. You'll, you'll know what I'm talking about then. Mm-hmm. So, the book Princess Bride has the same framing device as the movie, yeah. where William Golding, the mm-hmm. author of the book slash screenwriter for the movie was told this story by his dad. And now he has read the book that was written by a, you know, historian for the country that they're from, right? Wait, wait. You mean, like, little young Fred Savage's character? Yes. Yes. But in the book, it's... So William Golding is a Mm. real person who wrote The Princess Bride. Yeah. He also wrote The Stepford Wives. Okay. Who's the screenwriter for that. Okay, he was a real human being that actually existed. That Matthew Matthew Project movie? Yes. Well, the original one, but yeah. Okay. That was a remake. Yeah. Um, So were the Stepford Wives. Oh, my God. (laughs) True. (laughs) The original one is real dark. I believe it. And that they, uh, the Stepford Wives don't get unstepford did. Yeah. Oh, so it's like full Harrison Bergeron, like darkness? Yeah, it's real fucked. It's real fucked up. So, William Golding is a real person who actually exists, okay? When he wrote The Prince's Bride... He wrote it as, I am adapting the book that is a true story that was written by a Florian historian. Oh, so this is like some true-to-life, real shit that sort of kind of happened. 
Well, no, no the prince is, it's all oh. fake. But, but it, he... it's in the context of I am transcribing this story. Yeah. Oh, because there's okay. like, there's one section where it's like, there's like 30 pages about maps. I'm just going to skip it. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm actually getting to. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's like Bram Stoker, <laughs> like the original Dracula that Bram Stoker wrote. Yeah. It's like, okay. it's like William Golding, the actual author of the book. Okay is writing from the point of view of somebody who was read The Princess Bride, which is a, in the book, a real book that exists that was written by a Florian historian, right? Which is a fun phrase to say, Florian historian, Florian (laughs) historian. And his father read him the book, but uh, uh, cut things out, right? And one of the chapters in the book that William Golding has adapted, you got me, is... It starts with when my dad read me this or would tell me this story. At this point, he would always say, with one thing and another, three years passed. Yeah. <laughs> and, I did not, and I did not realize that there was actually a chapter here that went into what happened during those three years. And, reader, let me tell you, it is absolutely worthless to know this. <laughs> It is long. It is boring. There's five. There's like 500 words on cake decorators. <laughs> None of this matters. Right. It's like the, if you're gonna like read it, to yeah. Kid, you know, we all know it's part. You're gonna fucking skip, right? Yeah. And so he goes. So reader, all I can say is, the end. The chapter ends with one one thing and another. Three years pass. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I love A Princess Bride so much. Oh, I'm gonna have the to go book is it. so funny. Like yeah. the movie's amazing, but if you haven't read the book, please read it because yeah. it is hilarious. Did you see where they're gonna try and remake? They're not gonna do that. No, I don't uh, think they will. Oh no, man! Did you see um, Carrie Ellis's tweet that was like, don't. "There are so few perfect movies in the world; it'd be a shame to ruin this one." Yeah. <laughs> if, if anything would stop them, it's that. Yeah. Right? Do I think they're gonna stop? No, probably they'll probably they probably will do it. Yeah. I probably will skip it though. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. Like, there's no I, need I to I remake might, Footloose, y'all. I would probably, you know? I would probably watch it out of pure curiosity. Yeah, I would be curious to see it. That's how I feel about a few. Like, I can't imagine what they would do to fix it. I well, not to fix it. They were scared or adapt it. it yeah. I can't imagine what how who who would they replace. Um, Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant, the guy who played Inigo Montoya. I can't remember his name right now. I can't remember his name either. He's not dead, is he? He's not dead, but he's no. not. He's too old to play Inigo Montoya. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The guy who plays um, the the really smart guy who gets po- uh, the poison guy. Oh yeah. He could probably still play that role. Yeah, he could still do the IO Pain Powder. Yes. Yeah. Mandy Patinkin. I can't. Yeah. Who would they replace Mandy Patinkin with? Yeah, I don't know. He's so he's such an iconic, like actor. Like, there's a lot of things that should he's be adapted. He's also 67, so he's a little too old. Yeah, but because you know Netflix is going to try and make a live action version of Cowboy Bebop again. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. They've been kicking around that idea for like what 12 years. Mm-hmm. Let me just say, maybe not. You know, just don't. Yeah, maybe. They don't. Like, yeah, maybe don't do things. Yeah. You don't have to. You yeah. know, we don't have to. Yeah, just make another season of Stranger Things. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah, that after I finished watching Lost in Space, I was like, well, it's a shame that that show just ended. <laughs> <laughs> and we're done. Yep. And then I saw when we started watching The Witcher, there was a, uh, a thing that said, uh, oh, 
by the way, confirmed season two, so you're not going to waste your time or anything. Oh, yeah. I mean, The Witcher's done, like, according to Netflix, it's one of the most popular shows ever. Mm-hmm. Which, like, apparently they've got some pretty dubious, like, measuring techniques for that. But, yeah, I mean, I can still imagine that it's been mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. So memeable. All right. All right. Well, let's watch this episode. Let's do it. Yeah. Wow, wow, Great yeah. episode. This was a good, like, wholesome episode. The first really great episode of the season. Because yeah. last week's episode was pretty good. It was no, pretty it good. Was good. Yeah. This one was really <laughs> good. But Weekend at Bobby's is like, this is an episode I get excited about rewatching. Yeah. This is one of the episodes that you could dump somebody into. Sure, they wouldn't get a lot of the shit that was going mm-hmm. on, but yeah. it's pretty fucking hype. It's pretty easy to follow, too. I yeah. mean, like, because it's like, oh. Well, I guess it's easy to follow as long as you have the base knowledge of, like, Sam and Dean are hunters and they hunt monsters. Yeah. I mean... Uh, Because then you get the behind the scenes of, like, oh, Bobby is the... Like, he's the guy. I mean, you could easily dump somebody in and just be like, look, here's Supernatural. This episode is from, like, season six. Mm -hmm. But this show is, like, one of, like, like, somebody that gives them the biggest help and really shows you the behind the scenes shit of how cool it fucking is. Yeah. And what all goes into it. Yeah, I, I really liked that might have been me too. Yeah. Uh, I really liked seeing how Bobby's like day to day goes. Yeah. And how he like has and obviously we've seen all the phones he has. Yeah. But this this one had a scene of like him fucking at work. Yeah. And this is the first episode that mentions Garth. Oh yeah. And introduces um, Gavin McLeod. Yeah. Oh Gavin. Oh, it doesn't it doesn't introduce Judy Jody Jody's been around yeah. but. Oh, so Gavin Gavin McLeod is going to be around for a while? Uh, or he pops in every once in a while? He pops in every once so in a while. Okay. Young Sam and Dane? Yeah. And like how, like, Dane's young. Oh, are we going to get, like, Gavin and, and human Crowley scenes? No. No? It's going to be a minute. Oh, all right. We're going to, he comes back, but it, it takes a minute, yeah. Oh. And he, when he does come back, he is recast yep. as one of the actors from A Christmas Prince. Great. Oh, oh god damn it! <laughs> that inspired the tweet. I think the worst thing Travis yeah. and I have ever said to each other is, actually, "Hey, so there's actually a supernatural actor in this." Oh god! <laughs> yep, he is in at least two of the Christmas Prince movies. I haven't seen the third one. Oh god! I just I missed it this Christmas. I want. I bet he is in the. Th- I'm gonna look it up. He plays so you you know this character. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. He plays the um villain from the first movie who like tries to steal the throne. Really? Yeah, he's he plays he gets recast as Gavin. What? And then he's also in the second movie as the guy who's like learned his lesson and is now helping the good right, guys. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh god. I'm sure he is in And that is it, by the way. If you look at his Wikipedia, it's like Supernatural, Supernatural the Christmas Prince trilogy. Oh, what a fucking the, the end. Uh, recently, our friend Josh was watching Supernatural and saw the episode that um, Stuart yeah. from Letterkenny is in. And then I informed him that he is also he the is. kid in Bugs. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, him and his wife are 
No, he's a not. List. He's not the kid in Bugs. Oh, he's not. He isn't. He gets introduced in season seven. No, I thought he was. No, no, no. He... Stewart from Letterkenny is on. He's not in Bugs. No, no, the actor. When he was younger, when that episode was filmmed, yeah, he is in the episode Bugs. Yeah, we're gonna have to rewatch Bugs so we so me and Travis can feel right. Wait, I'm like, I'm like, but he also shows up later. Yeah, yeah. but it, it's not, it's a different character. Yeah, it is a different character. He's cast as a different character, but it's he's the same He's in two actor. episodes? Yeah. As, he's two different characters in Supernatural? Yeah, once as a child and once as an adult. Yeah. What? Yeah. Hey, first of all, that's how long Supernatural's been going on. Yeah, that shit happens in Doctor Who all the time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They they deadass had the Doctor yeah. be a minor character, like a featured actor in a, in a 10 episode. <laughs> they brought him back to be the Doctor. They were like, well, I guess you could do this again. Yeah. It's fine. No one's going to remember oh, you. Yeah. Oh, my God. He fucking is. Yeah. But so he was like, yeah, we're... There's only 10 actors in Canada. That's the issue. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, you know, they film it in Vancouver. Yeah. (laughs) And he said, yeah, they're they're compiling, like, any time they see a a Letterkenny actor in Supernatural, they're, like, writing it down. That's amazing. (laughs) I am not going to lie. Because I think... Uh, what it's either Jared Kiso or uh, the guy who plays Daryl is in another episode. It's in one of those seasons. Really? Early seasons. In the early I th- seasons. I think it is. It's the what? um, the one about the guy bringing his girlfriend back to life. Yeah. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, really? Jerry, right? I, I think, think so. Yeah, I think it's Daryl. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Yeah, there's only ten actors in Canada. I I fucking guess so. And two of them live in Austin, or wherever Sam lives. I don't know. Yeah. Jared Padalecki. The fuck? No, they both live. Do they both live in Austin? Out of here, man. Texas, I think. Uh, Daryl doesn't have a Wikipedia, and I hate looking at IMDb. Nathan yeah. Dales. Oh, oh my God. Anyway, there is only. Ten actors, yeah. Yeah. And they're all currently. <laughs> oh, he's also in Fringe. Yeah. Man, I, w- I want to bullshit somebody from Supernatural to Fringe, but I can't figure out anybody because they're such a good goddamn show. Uh, Oprah Ellis there, I mean. Right. Yeah. Okay. This episode. This episode, Bobby's been working. Mm-hmm. He's got like it starts out with Crowley. Like, he's trying to give Crowley the business to get his soul back. Right, right? yeah. That's, like, like, the big overarching theme of this episode is, like, Bobby wants his soul back. He's trying to figure out a way to, like, weasel his soul back out of the deal. But it's, like, the reverse from, like, the Avengers 1 where, like, Loki's like, I've got an army. And Iron Man's like, I've got a Hulk. Because Bobby is like, I've got you, like, tied up in a, like, a demon seal. Mm -hmm. And Crowley's like, oh, that's cool. I got a hell dog. Yeah. Yeah. In your face, bitch. Yeah, so there's a lot of shit that happens in this episode. But yeah, the main plot is Bobby is trying to get his soul back from Crowley. But it's very much like uh, like a bartering thing. It's yeah. a fetch quest where you got you have to get yeah. like a shell. But to get the shell, you got to get a car. And you get the car, you got to get a bike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like an A, B, C, D, E plot. So they all circle back to A. Step one in Bobby's plan to... He also just keeps getting distracted by all the fuck nuts he has to deal with. Yeah. And that ginger peach <laughs> cobbler, which oh, he never gets yep. to eat. My God. 
Poor All Bobby. I want is for Bobby to enjoy this ginger peach cobbler. Please tweet. That has got to be going bad. Yeah, probably. Like, he's had it. Well, it's only been a weekend. Yeah, it's, at most it's been, what, two days? Yeah, it's weekend at Bobby's. Oh, yeah, cobbler so. keeps for, like, four days. Yeah, so. he's got to eat that shit quick because he has a whole-ass cobbler to get through. Mm-hmm. So he has this neighbor who's, like, trying to make the eyes at him. Her name is Marcy? Don't remember. It doesn't matter. Yeah, she it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. She was like a blonde hairy. lady who wore white. Yeah, so it's so, amazing that she didn't ooh, die. She almost got she, she almost died. She almost died, but she didn't. She almost <laughs> so, got killed by a PS2 game. It was like... I want to eat this. It was like uh, Sarah Gamble saw someone going, oh, yeah, just like Eric, we'll have a woman who's in white. And then Sarah Gamble went, no, 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 no. (laughs) Oh, man. Sorry. I picked up this bag of sinful whiskey candied peanuts that Travis has. Pecans, not peanuts. And contains tree nuts. Yes. Yep. Do you think? You have to. I know. The FDA makes you. But at the same time, yeah. it is entirely tree nuts. People are dumb. They are. Mm-hmm. And cinnamon. No, we yes. Had... I don't know. Cinnamon's not a, you're not legally required to list it, but a lot of people do. Yeah. Because it's not a super common allergy, but it's enough to like make it inconvenient yeah. for people. I get that. No, we had, when I worked at a pizza place, people would call in to ask. Is your cheese dairy? Like, yeah. Oh your boy, cheese is dairy it. In it? Yeah. Which leads to my second favorite question too: What size is a medium pizza? Medium. <laughs> well, it's, they're looking for the inches. Yeah. Ask that. There's a less dumb fucking way to ask that question. How many inches is that? It was eight inches, I believe. No, uh, no medium was twelve. Medium was twelve. Small yeah. is ten. Medium's twelve. Large is. I was about to say, if I order a medium, eighteen, and you bring me an eight-inch pizza, I'm going to be like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Yeah. Some places will do that to you, and, I, and every like, time it happens, I'm like, places? "What the fuck is this shit?" Yeah. It's like this is a large. Excuse me, this is a twelve-inch pizza. Yeah. That's what, the, what the fuck is your small if that's yeah. if that's a medium? You can't scroll artisanal without anal. Yeah. When when I worked at Whole Foods, the medium was a twelve inch pizza, but the large was an eighteen inch pizza. Hell yeah, that's how you do <laughs> so it. There was no in between. Yeah, no, that's no how small, it's right? done. Yeah, no, there was no small. It was medium and large. Yeah. You get two options. Either a good amount of pizza or a shit ton of pizza. Yeah. <laughs> and that is it. Now yeah. I want pizza. God damn it. Mm-hmm. God damn it. That's the one thing Carpet Top doesn't have. I know, right? Damn. Damn, damn. Now I want specifically Marco's pizza. Yeah. And I want a pizza, just, I call it the uh, poop stopper. <laughs> the poop stopper? <laughs> just a shit ton of cheese. <laughs> oh. You stop Whoa. up your shits real quick. Let me tell you about the pizza I only made once at Marco's. It was delicious. Did it stop up your poops? Yeah, I didn't shit for a week. Yeah. Literally. That sounds legit. Blue cheese base. Oh, oh no. sauce. Blue cheese dressing. Oh, no. Then it was like the pizza cheese, which was three kinds of cheese. Yeah. And then it was cheddar cheese. Hell yeah. Then it was Parmesan. Hell yeah. Then it was feta. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's, um, so, uh, Evan, who's been on the show, Evan and I would make this cheesy bread that was dangerously cheesy. Oh, he made it for me one time. Oh, it was amazing. And it was just, uh, the cheesy bread with every cheese in the store dipped in blue cheese. That is too cheesy. Oh, it was yeah. amazing. It was great. I, he made that for me uh, on a New Year's Eve when I was fucking hammered, and it was the greatest thing. Oh, I believe it. That it, sounds amazing. It will clear your colon. You feel you feel the concrete move through you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I I shout out pieces of Jimmy Hoffa. Was, <laughs> <laughs> 
I was recently introduced to ricotta and meatball as a oh. pizza topping, and that shit is dude. chef's mwah, a little chef's kiss right there. Wes and Deuce or Deuce bringing up ricotta to make calzones one day. Yes. Hell yes. It was a good time. Yes. I liked making uh, calzones when I worked at Whole Foods. Yes. And see, I don't like ricotta and lasagna, but I'll I'll fuck with some ricotta on pizza. Yeah. yeah. I think fuck, it's a texture thing. In, uh, it's a texture thing and probably for your type, mm. of, type of sauce. Yeah, probably. Fuck with it in a calzone for sure. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a folded pizza. The pizza yeah. you can, yeah. I guess, hold all around. Yeah. Two-handed pizza. Yep. Yeah. You would, Knife and fork yeah. pizza. You would eat an unfolded calzone? What? Yeah, yeah that's just a pizza. Yeah. No, that's Wild. A, that's a, uh, a rooster teeth, red rooster teeth. Imagine a calzone, oh. but it's a Chicago-style pizza. No. <laughs> it's just a big ball of sauce and dough in the middle. Imagine. Oh, it's so thick. Imagine. <laughs> imagine a Chicago-style pizza, but it's just a lasagna. <laughs> I love New York style pizza. If, if you get full off of a slice, but then you can still shit afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> the dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. And they don't do too much sauce. I'm yeah. a I'm a light sauce I'm gal. I'm a very light sauce person. Light sauce? I'm, uh, me and Evan made Vegetables sauce. on my dough? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we cut a uh, I think a half uh, yeah, we cut a small pizza dough ball in mm-hmm. half yeah. and stretched that out to an extra large. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that shit is awesome. Super light sauce. Mm-hmm. Oh, that like sounds delicious. Half the amount of cheese you would normally put on it. Oh, it was delicious. Oh, it was nice like we were, crisp. It was like we were eating the Bill of Rights. Yeah. Oh, it was delicious. That was one of my favorite things to do. Was Are you chewing at the thought of pizza? We didn't have, we had uh, like oh, an extra okay. large screens. But uh, someone had bought a 22-inch screen. Ooh. Oh. And so I would take a small and stretch it out to the 22-inch and make, like, uh, crew pies. Yeah. That sounds good. And I would do it. There was one time I did it in quarters because it was so big. I was like, this one's just cheese. This one's a meat. And, yeah, it was it was awesome. Yeah. Man, I want some pizza now. You know what's good pizza, though? Little Caesars when you get it when you get it fresh. Oh yeah, when you get Little Caesars like right out the box. You gotta eat it in the store. You know, well on the way home it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you get it home, it's no. Yeah. No, if you get it fresh, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. What do you What do you have to do is you have to ask them to make you a new one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Call it in. Yeah, call it in. Because if you just go to the store and get one of the pizzas that they've had made, the hot and ready's yeah. not good. Not a good time. You, you gotta add something to it so they have to make you a fresh pizza. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's why they started doing that extra most bestest way, yeah. because they don't just make that one. If you ask for the extra most bestest, then they make it fresh, and that's how they get you. Are you trying to give me mesothelioma? No. Are you trying to give me or a loved one mesothelioma? Yeah. Uh. But uh, Travis, Tom, our friend Tom was telling me about a couple of, a flavor combination I think you might enjoy because you like jalapenos. Uh huh. And I've heard you talk about putting black olive on a pizza. Yes. Uh, he's been putting jalapenos and black olives together. On yeah, that things. sounds amazing. It it sounds great. Add a little bacon to that. That sounds awesome. You know what Travis did that blew my mind? Oh, it was my favorite yes. pizza. With the pepperoni black olives? No. Or what kind was it? Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah, it was. It was pepperoni, it was bacon, pepperoni. black olives, mm-hmm. cinnamon sugar crust. Cinnamon I mean, sugar crust. I forgot the bacon. Yeah, it was those, so good. I was telling Tom about how good it is. Yeah. But uh, for the jalapenos and black olives... My sister makes a savory cheesecake. Like, it's Ooh. not sweet. 
It is a savory for like we put lox and bake like a lox. Uh, what are they called? Uh, capers and like other things for lox and bagels Whoa. on this. And she also put bacon inside of it. Oh, and then you just eat that on a bagel? No, we just or you just eat it by itself. That was the cheesecake. Damn. Like the no, the bagel was or the cheesecake. What's was the, the crust? Bagel. I don't a remember. Bagel. It was like a bagel, a, yeah. It was, uh, I think, crunched up like a Ritz crackers. Ooh. Tight. Like a very buttery. It may have been either that or club crackers. That sounds mm. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got the recipe for it on my phone. Hell yeah. Yeah. I like, like, this happens sometimes. Like, it normally happens with a bad episode that we don't want to talk about. Or it's an episode that's so good that we don't have anything to say about it because it's so good. I've got some things I'd like yeah. to say. Like, <laughs> like, sure, near the end, there's that part we're all thinking about. Where, yeah. like, they had to fill time. Because, I don't know, maybe they're like, hey, let's sully up this episode. It can't be too good. Yeah. Otherwise, they're going to expect this. Unnecessary flashback. Yeah. So, let's let's talk about the main plot all the way through. Yeah. Just about Crowley. Okay. So, Bobby's on the way. He's, like, trying to figure out a way to get Crowley. Crowley has shockingly. Covered his ass. Not given his soul back. Yeah. yeah. In a move it? shocking everyone, Crowley was like. Actually, I don't want to give Bobby your soul back, which was yeah. the deal from season five. He was going to give Bobby his soul back, which like, why, why even say that Crowley? Why even, why not just be like, hey, it's your soul for the world. What are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. We have to do this. Yeah. You know, sure, you'll get tortured in hell forever and come out a demon on the other side. But like, why, 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 why you know, is that why are you more important than Everyone the fate else? of the world? Yeah. <coughs> that shit would fucking work. Yeah. I am shocked. Shocked by the amount of times the bad guys just don't gild our heroes into doing the right and yeah, doing what real. they want. Well, it's, they're not perfect either. Well, no. They're I, if they weren't they if they were they would not live. Yeah, exactly. he's perfect, right? Yeah. <laughs> real proud of yourself. Always. You said that so fast. I have no idea what the fuck you said. Poverty's he said, "Nobody's perfect." <laughs> I hate myself for fucking <laughs> Sometimes I just want to go to sleep and not wake up. Do 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 do. I've got a few songs I want to rewrite. I think ours would be good for helping with that. Rewriting songs? Yeah. I'm about as musically inclined as a bear. That's not very musically inclined. <laughs> not one of the singing I was bears. Say, have you seen one of those circus bears? They can play an accordion. No. Yeah, those bears with their goddamn I'm, tricks. You yeah. know those animatronics. Man, yeah, you can teach a bear some tricks. Yeah. I'll tell you. They I'll tell fucking, you what. I'll tell you what. I'm about as musically store. inclined as a bear that's not very musically inclined. <laughs> I love anti-jokes so much. But are you as musically inclined as an otter? Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I just dropped my keys on the floor. Otters I'm... famously love making xylophones out of shells. <laughs> they do. And constantly have symphony. You know what's yeah. not a musically inclined animal, though? What? An eel. Yeah. 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 Those suckers are tone deaf, for sure. You know what's a very not musically inclined animal? A me. A what? A me. Oh. What? I didn't like oh. that one as much. You? That wasn't very <laughs> fun. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like the idea that uh, that eels are tone deaf both musically, but also like politically and socially. 
<laughs> like, like if, if Eels made music, it would just be like elevator jazz. Yeah, music. they're not very PC. Yeah. <laughs> they oh don't, God. It's they're behind the times. They're still like you know. They make instrumental jazz. Yeah. That gets like the uh, explicit content warning just for the song. Titles. Yeah, yeah. They drop all, the titles are hard hate speech. Yeah, they drop slurs and they're like, "What? Black people can say it." Like I feel like. <laughs> I feel like that's. I feel like eels are like that though. They're like the generation right before Gen X. Yeah. Boomers. Yeah. Boomers. They're fucking. Is that still the, boomers? All eels. All eels. Yeah. All eels. All eels. All eels are. All eels are boomers. That no, was a hard sentence to say. Boomers and millennials. They're Gen X. They're just that silent, apathetic majority. Yeah. No. That's. He said the generation before Gen X. Oh, I thought you said millennials. I, left, I, no. I swear I left my brain somewhere else. I'm sorry. Get get it. No. Go get it. I don't know where it is. Anyway, so here's what happened in the episode. That was a fun little reprieve. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Bobby is on a mission to figure out a way to, like, I guess, do, or not, I mean, just He's figure out a way. He's trying to outsmart Crowley. Yeah. And there's this and myth. And Crowley, Crowley starts out pretty good. Yeah. He's crafty. He's like that song from the Beastie Boys. Mm-hmm. He gets around and he's crafty. Yeah. So there's this myth that if you find if you can find a demon's like name and their body and you find their bones. You can find their bones and you can burn their bones like a ghost. Because mm. that's what they are. Yeah. And it turns out They're fancy they're ghosts with steps. Yeah. Do you think the inverse would work on you, an angel? What? You burn the opposite of their bones? No, you burn their like the like the inverse being like the opposite of demon You burn their angel. vessel? No, you burn their bones. You burn the Angels don't have bones. Oh, that is good. They're celestial wings they're they're wavelengths of celestial intent. Well, you, well Nerds. That's fair. <laughs> you can stab those bad boys. You can skewer that with the You got knives for them, fuck it. You ain't got yeah, you got you got knives. Yeah. You don't need again. The show is like a video game where you, your characters just level up. Like yeah. back in the day, everybody was like, da, 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 demons. And now, you know, yeah. the thing is angels. But a couple seasons from now, they're just going to be like skewering angels like it's no <laughs> thing. Yeah. 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 Who gives a shit? Whatever. Remember when we gave a shit about these angels? Fuck them. Right. You know what I kind of like that this episode brings up? What's that? So, you remember how demons the aesthetic for demons which they of course demons are married to their aesthetic of course we've mentioned it many times <laughs> demons are married to their aesthetic so the aesthetic for demons was like you know punk rock or not punk rock but like grunt oh, like like, like, like grunge alternative yeah people. you know like skillet new grunge. metal yeah. sort of no, not that far. it would just be like skillet yeah like that that aesthetic, yeah. right? A lot of black, uh, affliction t shirts. Yeah. Well in the newer seasons, the demons dress like angels. Yeah. Wear their suits all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, What happened? Crowley took over. Exactly. Oh, well, yeah. That's just now what I'm getting at. Yeah. Like what I'm getting. Honestly, yeah. Is I, that Crowley got everyone in uniform. Yeah. I, I remember like a while ago I I think like you know, after a while, obviously demon, demons just become do- jobbers, and when you see a demon, it's like, oh, that's a demon. Um, well, demons also love to tell. They love to be like, yeah, I'm totally undercover, except look at my eyes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think you're totally right. Like, 
because Crowley took over. Crowley was like, he was like we're, right. you know, elevating the, br- the brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. We're fancy now. Yeah. I like that. I think Crowley technically counts as a noble demon because he does have standards. Mm-hmm. They're just only barely higher than all other demons. Yeah. <laughs> like, not to put too fine a point on it, but there's a, um episode with Aaron Burr, sir, mm-hmm. uh, from Hamilton, uh, that actor. Oh. And he, like, has been, like, getting people in deals, but then, like, reneging on it. Hmm. And Crowley comes in and he's like, we don't do that shit. Nice. You get 10 years per soul and that is it. So, so that's what Crowley's offered Bobby. He's like, I'm not, I don't have to give back your soul because I made the best effort not to, to do it. The deal was he only had to make best efforts to get the soul back to Bobby. What does that mean? That means. It means he can fuck around as much as he wants. Best efforts is a loose term in legal documents where like they can try, but it's not implied that they have to follow through with the completion of the deal. I hate it. It's like when someone tells you they'll do something at their earliest convenience. Oh, yeah. It means that they're not going to do it. Yeah. It's like when you talk to your ISP or any cable company. Like, the next available appointment is yours, and that's next Thursday at 4 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the 4.24 p.m. I hate lawyers. Um, no, I don't. They're fine. Well, uh, legalese is what blows. Yeah, yeah. legalese does blow. Um, I'm allowed to say I hate lawyers because I actually know a lawyer, so. You're friends with a lawyer? I'm friends with a lawyer, yeah. You're friends with your dad? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I try to be. Not to brag or anything. Um, I am friends with my dad, actually. Tight. That does feel like a brag the more I say it. I have so many friends who are, they're like, my dad fucking sucks. I'm like, my dad's pretty great. Yeah. Um, we're friends. Uh, We got lunch today. Uh. I felt like that all the time. <laughs> yeah. Not to brag or anything, but yeah. I love my dad, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but I mean, though, are we, is, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, so speaking of unhealthy father-son relationships, <laughs> swinging it back. Hey. Yeah, Crowley and his son don't have the best relationship. Nope. But um, basically, Ruth, so the first step in getting Crowley to relinquish his Bobby's soul to him is to find a sexy demon lady and torture her in the basement. Mm-hmm. That's why you get their name. Which Carly does, because he is a feminist. But he is inter- <laughs> 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 he's interrupted before his uh, <clears throat> commencement with this hot demon lady. Yeah. He gets interrupted She's a crossroads demon. She's a crossroads demon. And I have to demon. say, mm-hmm. unlike some of the other hot demon ladies that they've had in this show, and there have been a couple yeah. that are like... They just chose you for your looks. You are yeah. not an actress. This, this, this one, she's a good. She's a good actress. Yeah. Like I hope she's doing good. I hope she gets cast in other things. She, yeah. she did a good job. Even good for it's her. Been like Ten years since this season. Yeah, I bet, <clears throat> I bet she did some amazing things. Yeah. Yeah. Hope she's still getting the work. Yeah, I hope she's a working actor. Yeah, you know. Yeah. She's 
in the saddle. Um, she she definitely like had some some chops for sure. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but like Bobby whips out a flamethrower and her bones, and she's like, "Oh, it's just a myth. That's not a real thing that can happen." But it turns out it's not just yeah. a myth. Because he like sprays it like right above, and she burns as well. Which oh, is, yeah, yeah, which is cool. That was a cool effect. But yeah, then, it didn't look mm-hmm. fucking terrible, unlike, unlike some other like, effects from this episode. Yeah. Flashback. Flew mm-hmm. too close to the sun. We didn't need all that. They literally did. Yeah, they, they really, <laughs> really did not. That was not required. But was it the doorbell is just a knock that they hear? It's either way, yeah. somebody's at the door. It's Karen with the cobbler. Yeah, and she's got a busted wood chipper that she wants. Look, she is putting the moves on Bobby. Yeah, she wants Bobby's hands. And Bobby is not Neural. picking up on it. Neural. Okay, is yeah, that what we're supposed to take like, from that? Yeah. yeah, because I took it as Bobby's not interested or he's too busy, but he's aware of what's happening. But what it actually is is Bobby is oblivious. Yeah. <coughs> you can't be great at all things. You can't. You can't be. You can't be a master like. Of killing monsters and getting knowledge, yeah, and to be smooth with the ladies. And uh, Marcy or Macy, whatever the fuck her name is, Karen, yeah. has brought a, a ginger peach cobbler for her Which for him. Looked, looked like it smelled amazing. It looks really good. Yeah. And the entire episode, Bobby is trying to get into this cobbler, and he gets interrupted every time. Yeah, every time. And at the very end, you're like, oh, Bobby's g- Bobby has it. it. He has it plated. Ice cream. He yeah. is going to enjoy the shit out of this cobbler. And then the phone rings. And I'm just like, God, eat, eat the cobbler. Eat the cobbler, Bobby. Bobby, Bobby go, leave the phone. Go back to the cobbler. Take a bite, please. We should tweet at him if you ever get to eat a piece of that cobbler. Yeah. <laughs> he may not remember. Yeah. Did you? Hey, um, Jim. Jim Beaver. Jim Beaver. Did you enjoy that cobbler? Was oh. it just as delicious as it was as it looked? Yeah. Well, I've got good news. Did you the me? the lady who was the crossroads demon who gets burned up? It's been working a lot. Oh, oh yeah. yay! She is in altered carbon. Nice. Oh, oh she, she is plays the sister. Uh, her Mia. What's the last name? There's just one name. M Y K A. Let me see. Micah. Micah. Maybe. Oh. Maybe. Yeah, if she's in five episodes of the show, yeah. she's definitely... She's in uh, Bad Blood. Nice. She was in an episode of The X-Files, the 2018... Oh, like the X- reboot. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Uh, she was in <clears throat> Legends of Tomorrow. Hell okay. yeah. She was a... Uh, it wasn't a named role, but she was a rebel leader. Nice. Nice. Um, Continuum. I've heard oh, of it. Star yeah, she was in. Oh, she was the witch of the east in Once Upon a Time. Oh shit! Uh, That's the one who dies. She was a character in Fringe, or at least she had a part in an episode of Fringe. Nice. Everybody was in Fringe, apparently. Yeah, yeah. She had a. She was like a. I'm sure she was like a victim or some kind of character in Psych. Hmm. Did you see where Richard Schiff is going to be in a and uh, in Psych for a little bit of a. She was in... In um, Psych? Yeah. That show is over. Smallville as Feora. Did you watch Smallville? No. Okay. She was in Stargate Atlantis as Amelia Banks. Mm. They were doing, like, something with the show. What? Yeah. But Psych is done. They were doing something with the show. They're doing movies. Oh! Yeah, they did them. They've already done one movie. 
I think they're going to do another. I think Dang. They, I think they're doing three movies. But yeah, it's like a like a what happens after kind of movie, I think. Richard Schiff says that Revlo is not a part of his West Wing reboot. What a shame. Yeah. Oh, West Wing reboot. Well, they're all like kicking around the idea of like doing like a little bit of a reboot or something. Oh god, what would that show even look like in the year of our Lord Trump? But for real though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Richard Schiff so much. She's a black belt kickboxer. Damn. Damn. Yeah, uh, Psych 2, Lassie Come Home, recasts Richard Schiff, Allison Miller, and Sarah Chalk. Hmm. Huh. Sarah Chalk. Yeah. Interesting. From Scrubs. Yeah. Scrubs fame. And also, what, like a season or two of uh, How I Met Your Mother? I think so. Yeah. Because she plays the uh, first lady, Ted Bates, that has a kid, I think. I think so, yeah. Because they almost get married or something? I don't know. Or like a Hawaiian ball or something? I don't remember what happens in that show. Yeah. God, I am really interested to see what the West Wing would look like. No, the... Uh, in now. What's his name? The guy that made the show... Uh, Aaron Sorkin? Aaron Sorkin has said, like... Oh, the funniest thing he said was, this is probably going to get cut for time, and I don't blame it, uh, <laughs> that he could not make... Donald Trump interesting for a West Wing for another season of West Wing. Yeah. Well, the point of the West Wing is that everybody, everybody, even the like skeeziest politicians, both Democrat and Republican, have morals. Have basically want what's best for the country. Yeah. Could we say that about No. Trump? No. Could we do that? No. Could we all get up here and be like, I think what Trump I think Trump wants what's best for everyone. Mm-hmm. Basically, basically a public servant at heart, <laughs> you know. If you hear loves this his country through our Patreon, I want you to say the one thing Trump has done to better that something that wasn't a publicity stunt, something that was actively better for the most of for most of Americans. The animal abuse thing. Yeah. That was basically good. Change the list to three. And then <laughs> well, okay, but we already said the animal abuse thing, so you have to yeah, pick something different. Yeah. Three other things. Yep. But I don't know, man. Just. Uh... I remember there was something he did, and I was like, "All right, you get one." Yeah. That wasn't basically terrible. What, attempted to recognize the Armenian genocide, and then the next day cancel on that. No, he tripped and fell down the stairs, and for a second, I thought he was going to break his neck. <laughs> No, that's not. That's, that's a joke. Whew. That was yeah. FBI. I know you're listening. That was a joke. Yeah, yeah. Like, and not counting the ones we're talking into, there's like three microphones. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Technically four. Yeah, that was. Well, there's actually extra microphones yeah. built inside of the microphones. That's how they get there. NSA. That was a joke. I was kidding. I don't know if you guys listen to Hey Ass, but but. You need to. Yeah. Uh, where, where Please we... uh, support our Patreon. That was also that was a joke. Honestly, if we get an email from the FBI like tomorrow, being like we heard your podcast, <laughs> I would be like, "You listen to our podcast." <laughs> <laughs> Please subscribe. Uh, that's hilarious. That's goddamn funny. Wow. Well, okay. We'll break. Where, where <laughs> They'll only get it if they're patrons, because this is all. Yeah. Getting in and out. Okay. So, um, 
Next step on the get Bobby's soul back to his body train is uh, talk to Rufus mm-hmm. and get Rufus because he got Crowley's name. That's why he was torturing that demon lady. Fergus McLeod. Fergus McLeod, a Scottish name. Mm-hmm. Now, savvy listeners might know Crowley, Mark Shepard, does not have a Scottish accent. No, he does not. I know. I know we're American and we're not used to hearing British accents. There is a difference between a Scottish accent and Crowley's accent. There is. Are you saying that they localized his accent? Are you saying (laughs) they pulled a four kids on his accent? (laughs) No, I think uh, I don't know if there's ever been an explanation for it or why. I just think they cast Mark Shepard and then wrote Crowley's backstory. Right. And Mark Shepard is. Let's look up where Mark Shepard's from. (laughs) Surprise, he's from Scotland. That would be hilarious. That would be a little a little bit of a, you know. But after he gets the cobbler from the lady. He was born in London. I fucking knew that's it. That's what I thought. I was like, it's a very yeah, South cause England. Yeah, because he's got a very, yeah. like, yeah, South England. Twang to his voice. Sounds like a Southern yeah. English guy, I guess. The equivalent of an American Southern accent. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know so what the English emails. equivalent is. Yeah. Honestly, I think a Scottish accent is the equivalent. You really like, you think so? Yeah. See, I've because, always thought it was like the Yorkshire, the Northern accent. The, yeah, yeah, the Northern accent, where it's like, because that was a thing in Doctor Who. Yeah. In the, with the Eccleston season, because mm. uh, every character would be like, you sound like you're from the North. Well, everywhere's got a North. Yeah. <laughs> every planet has a North. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so he's Scottish. He loves Scottish. This fucking threw me for a loop. He likes a scotch mm-hmm. whiskey. Glenn Craig, right? Yep. Craig. Craig. That is only made in a little town in Scotland. That is it. Yep. It's not like produced everywhere in Scotland. It's like. It's the equivalent, and this might be how scotch is actually made. I don't know. I mean... I'm not a big scotch drinker. It kind of is. Okay, so it's just like one distillery. I mean, like, good scotch. So what it comes down to is a lot of, like, the water. Yeah. literally the water where they are from that makes makes the different scotches taste the way it does. Kind of like New York water. Yeah, that's why it's good for New York people. Versus Montreal water. Yes. Those bagels, man. Mm -hmm. God, I want to go to New York and eat so many bagels. All the bagels. Everything. Bagels. Um. Okay. I thought it was like, I thought it was like, a, well, that sure is convenient, isn't it? Yeah. No, that's. It turns out the mud from the killer's boots comes from this one region in Appalachia, and there's only one <laughs> town there. And what do you know? There's a weirdo who lives out in the woods, and he has a pig farm. Yep. You know? Like, I thought it was that situation. It sometimes is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But that, this was just writing convenience mm-hmm. it, it was like makes it easy writing a little yeah. bit yeah. but really good scotches are kind of like that okay okay yeah. good to know good yeah. to know you get a pass <laughs> this this time only um now it may have been smarter just to drink jameson or something just something that's like crowley would never yeah he now, would never now like when he's out and about like trying to name drop shit i think he just fucked up he he put his fanciness way too on blast. Yeah. Didn't think I'm going to look up how much a bottle of Glen, Glen Craig co- costs. But. Ooh. 
so he's got the lady tied up in the basement. Yeah, and he finds out that you actually can. You can burn the bones. Burn the bones. A thousand dollars. Yes. Fucking really. Or a thousand pounds. Oh, what uh, what's the year on it? Seventy six. No, no, no. Like aged years. Seventy six. Oh. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I fucking know what you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were saying it was made in seventy six, and then you're like, no, it's seventy six years aged. Yeah. Oh but, no, it was made in seventy six. Oh. Okay. Oh, I guess I didn't know what you were talking about. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not like wine. What? It, it's about how long it was in the barrel for yeah. aging. Yeah. Forty year. Oh, Forty years. Yeah. Thirty year for a thousand dollars. Forty years. Forty years. Oh. That that kind of tracks. Yeah, that tracks. But so he experiments, figures out that you can burn the bones because, and there is a really cool moment with Karen because I don't remember her name either. Where, like, he opens the door and the demon's just yelling out, "Someone help me, please!" Yeah, I'm in the basement. Yeah, and Bobby's like, "Stupid horror movies, guilty pleasure." <laughs> yeah, and the lady's like, "Oh, I love shitty horror movies. Have you seen Drag Me to Hell?" Yes. Age this episode. That's not a ho- shitty horror movie. That's an amazing horror movie. Well, for like mm-hmm. what she's trying to reference, yeah. And when yeah. I, when I mean shitty, I don't mean bad. I mean like a B horror movie, something yeah. like Evil Dead, Army of Darkness. Oh, okay, a I got you. Movie. I got you. I got you. I got you. But so she's trying to set up a date, and then that's when she mentions, "Oh yeah, my wood chipper's busted. Maybe you could use them hands. I see you got there." Yeah. On. yeah. <laughs> and then I get to show you somewhere else you can use them hands. A little lower. In this cobbler. A little lower. Yeah. <laughs> In this cream. All right, cobbler. right here. Nope. Not directly on it. To the side. <laughs> it might burn you first time. I'm sorry. Yeah. Blow on it a little bit. It'll work just fine. Yep. So, Practice your ABCs, if you know what I'm saying. With your tongue, baby. With my cobbler, baby. Write <laughs> <laughs> that love story on the clip, baby. Yeah. Um. Not, well, Lulch inside. Told you I was sensitive. Come on. Well, you, you lightly flip it. <laughs> All right. Travis is like, please stop. Why am I friends with you? Uh, Horny assholes. Oh, man. Oh, my God. And um, Crowley, or no, sorry. Uh, Bobby is just like, burp. Uh, the next step in getting his soul back from Crowley is to talk to Rufus. Mm-hmm. Now, Rufus... Shows the fuck up. Shows the fuck up with a body in his trunk. Yeah. The first thing he says, which you know that these guys are best friends because you do. You get, if somebody comes over and they say this to you, you know you're besties for life. Rufus says, hey, I need you to help him bury a body. Yep. Yeah. And it's an Okami, mm-hmm. which is a Japanese monster that apparently has never been seen outside of Japan. Yeah. By, like, hunters. Heck, and Sam and Dieter chasing, what, like a... A Lamia. Lamia. Yeah. Which is a Greek monster that's apparently never been seen outside of Greece. But here we are in the old, good old U.S. of A. And that's just popping up all over the place. Yep. These monsters are getting randy. Yeah, we're making that franchise. Yep. We're branching out. And um, they're American godsing us. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, Bobby helps Rufus bury the Ukami. And Rufus is like... Hey, I'll go help you look up some stuff about yeah. Fergus McLeod. McCloyd. McLeod. 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 And Bobby's like, you don't have to do that. And Rufus is like, I'm fucking gonna. Yeah. Get over it. <laughs> and then, like, it turns out the Okami wasn't dead. 
Yeah, yeah. Rufus didn't stab it enough. Yeah, you got to stab it seven times, not five, with a bamboo Bam- knife, blessed. Bamboo dagger uh, blessed by a Shinto priest. Right. Yeah. We're going to get one of those in Dakota, South Dakota. Yeah. So, um, Rufus steals a ring that belonged to Fergus McLeod's son, Gavin, Gavin McLeod. It had his signet on it, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the next step in getting Bobby's soul back from Crowley is to yell at Sam and Dean. Yeah. <laughs> and quite frankly, <laughs> deservedly so. Yes. Oh, this was my favorite scene. One of my favorite scenes of the whole episode. Yeah. Which was just Bobby giving Sam and Dean the business. Yep. Just years of, like, pent-up, unappreciated rage. Yep. Because yeah. Bobby, Dean has been treating Bobby like a real shitbag this episode. Yeah. He's been taking Bobby's work for granted. Yeah. Bobby is like, I'm busy, and, you know, like, I'll help you look up this stuff with a lot Lamia, which, by the way, Dean and Sam could have done that on their own. Yeah. They have, Google is free, bitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, whatever the fuck the supernatural equivalent is. It's like Squirrel Page. Uh, duck, duck, go. It doesn't track your privacy. Like, it doesn't encourage you to find your privacy like Google does. Oh. No, it's just like an in-universe. Yeah. I don't know. I, just, I don't know. I yeah. Funny. But, yeah. but no, like they call, they don't, like Dean doesn't even thank him. He's like, well, the first way is like, oh, you get a, you get the, get a priest of blood. Bless a silver knife. Yeah. And that's, like, they're, that's when they're trying to kill the Lamia. This yeah. is after Bobby like spent all night looking up what it was. Mm-hmm. He stays up till like five, six in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Meanwhile, he's Dean. got a demon lady in his basement. Yep. That he's trying to, like, get some information on. Oh, I think she had already been killed, I think, right? No, she hadn't been. Oh, okay. And then, um, like, he, spends, he stays up all night doing this. Bobby, or Dean doesn't even thank him after he has the information. Yeah. Despite the fact that this is something Sam and Dean could have done on their own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, meanwhile, he's, like, answering phone calls, trying to get his soul back from Crowley. Trying to keep Garth alive. And then Dean is like, hey, I need to talk to you about Sam and how weird he's being. And Bobby's like, I'm busy. I've got shit to do. Yeah. My shit. literal soul is on the line. Yeah. And Dean's like, don't you think you're being a little selfish? And that's when Bobby's like, I'm about to read these boys the riot act. Yeah. And he, he does. does. And it is chef's kiss amazing. Eviscerates them. Yeah. Which, it's really funny, because... Sam isn't phased by anything that happens in this episode. Every scene, it's just blank face. Yeah. Just yeah. stoic. Because yeah. Bobby gets to the end, and he's like, I would, y'all don't even offer to help me with my shit. Mm-hmm. And Sam is just like, you just gotta ask, man. Just pale face. Yeah. Which, honestly, like, I feel that a little bit. The whole, like, asking for help thing. Yeah. Because uh, I know it's, like, tough to, like, especially especially someone who's like Bobby, who's used to being on their own. Mm-hmm. and uh, A lone wolf. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's being vulnerable. It's opening up and yeah. being able to be like, I know you're better than me. And it's fucking hard to admit that. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, for a second, when Rufus was like, well, I'm going to do this anyway, now that I think about it, it's kind of like, even if... Even if Bobby and Rufus are, like, 
keeping track of favors. Yeah. It's kind of like, they're really not. Yeah, no, uh, Because not. Rufus was like, oh, I'll do that for you. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And, yeah. And Bobby's like, no, you don't got to. And Rufus is like, no, nah, No, I'm going to. I'm walking in the door right yeah. now. Like, you helped me bury a body. Yeah. So that wasn't even killed properly. Yep. <laughs> so, um, uh, the next step in getting... Is what, tricking the FBI? No, no. it's uh, getting Rufus to steal the ring and then swallow it. Well... Well, he tried not to get Rufus to not swallow it. Like, well, swallow okay. The ring. Rufus swallows the ring because he's <laughs> he's in a hot police pursuit. Yep. And then the next step is getting your sheriff friend Jody Mills, certified badass. Hell yeah. To fucking uh Extra get badass. Rufus extradited to uh Dakota, South Dakota. Yep. And then getting him, um, breaking him out of jail. Yeah. To get him the ring. Yep. Which extradited for murder. Legitimately, she didn't have to get like bust him out to risk her like job. She yeah, have been like, hey, give me the ring that's been in your colon. Well, they couldn't just leave Rufus in jail. That's also true. Yeah, Gotta he's, he's not actually a criminal. No. I mean, he is. He definitely is. Yeah. But you know, for the greater good or whatever. Do you think he wore gloves for that burglary? Use <laughs> <His> crime gloves. <laughs> yeah. The one time that they wear crime gloves is when they're committing a fake crime. Yeah. On purpose, trying to get arrested. I sure hope so. Yeah. Crime but, gloves. But, buy them in your hardware store. But after they bury the Okami, like in, in the parking lot or in the lot in front of the house. Yeah. Because uh, the Okami has to like bust out of the ground because the FBI comes by and sees. Like, can you tell me what this is, sir? What the fuck is this? What? Looks suspiciously like a hole where a body would be. You're right. But I was like, you never had a septic tank burst? Careful where you step. I cleaned up most of it. Yeah. yeah. That was a good line. That, that was, was good. good. There were a lot of good lines in this episode. No one wants to step in shit. Yeah. No. When you call out a word, say you got the shits. No questions asked. Actually, I have had somebody ask me. I was like, I got the shits. And they were like, are you sure? You can't? We know you have a bathroom at work. <laughs> I was like, man, this job is a minimum wage, and yeah. I am sure that I cannot come in. Yeah. You, you, you don't want to pay me to do what I'm doing for the bathroom. Right yep, now. no. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to ruin this toilet? Y'all really want that? All yeah. right. It's like me. It's only going to be me using the bathroom today. Right. Like, like, you want me to work in the bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, I need to use the restroom. Sorry. It's all good. I drank a lot of liquids because it's important to stay hydrated. The final step in the plan to get, wait, no. The penultimate step. The penultimate step. In the plan. Was to summon Gavin. Summon Gavin. Have a little chit-chat about Fergus. Have a little nice ghost snack. Yeah. A little ghost brie and some ghost cheese. And some have ghost a little, tea. Have a little ghost mixer. Yeah. Ghost charcuterie. Yeah. <laughs> a little ghost, ghost kiki. If you will. And they then they summon Crowley. Mm -hmm. This is the final step. Yes. Send your adoptive surrogate sons over to Scotland. To a hole in the wall graveyard. To a hole in the wall graveyard. Dig up Fergus McLeod. Fergus McLeod's bones, have them stand over them menacingly, summon the guy who owns your soul. God, I feel like I'm writing a one of Barney's like yeah. playbook. How to. How to. How to. It's to seduce a lady. 
Let's write the wiki how. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Summon Crowley. Be like, I know all. Show him that Gavin's there. Let Crowley be like, I hate Gavin. (laughs) And then let Gavin be like, well, I hate you too, Dad. And guess what? I just spilled all your deets. Yep. Spilled all the tea. Mock him about the fact that he sold his soul to get a bigger dick. He didn't just spill the cup. He spilled the whole kettle. Yep. And then uh, have him have him be uh, have him be look like a real idiot. Yep. Because exchange your soul for Crowley's bones. That's how you get your soul back from Crowley. Yep. Works every time. Yep. Every goddamn time. I did like Mark Shepard's attempt at a southern accent, though. Yeah. Once oh, again. Oh, yeah. That was great. We all know the best southern accents come from real southerners who are suddenly talked to by an old southern lady. Yeah. At a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> or getting biscuits. Biscuits or cornbread. Biscuits or corn or both. Or both. God damn, now I really want some biscuits and cornbread. Mm, I made uh, that That impossible Whopper did not stick with me. Yeah, no, I am it doesn't... very hungry immediately right now. Mm-hmm. That's why I had a regular one. Shut up. Yeah. I wanted to try a bite of the meat. Because meat takes it. longer to digest. Yeah. But uh, oh, fuck, what was I saying? We got a we got a new eight inch cast iron skillet, Ooh. like almost specifically to make cornbread with. Hell yeah! So good. You can make skillet pizza too, or uh, yeah, skillet pizza. Yes, that's also a plan. I hope you seasoned it properly. I did. You did. Mm-hmm. And then I also, I now have my dad's stainless steel wok. Nice. Which also you have to treat like it's a cast iron. Yep. So, made some fried rice. I nice. Saw one of the smoothest and roughest burns from anyone, speaking of cast iron skillets. Oh, yeah? Yeah. This guy got, I don't know if it was real or not, but he was like, Somebody's like, you're not supposed to watch the cast iron skillet. That removes all the seasoning. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that also takes off the 10 years of bad cooking you put on that son bitch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I saw that. Damn. Nice. Got him. <clears throat> Got him. Singed to a crisp. You heard it here, folks. Don't wash your cast iron. Yep. Yeah. I have a lot of people be like, really? Don't wash it? Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Maybe use some hot water if there's a little bit of gunk on there. Yeah, or just wipe it out. Yeah. If you really want to get something out of there, get a uh, get some aluminum foil, scrunch it up in a ball, and then just wring it. Yeah. And then reseason that shit. And then reseason yeah. it, yeah. Which, might as well wash it at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's how you get your soul back uh, from a demon. I'm glad we could take you on this journey. There's a bunch of other shit that happens. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about some of that now. Yeah. I liked Marcy. Mar- was that her name? Whatever the fuck it was. Blonde lady, blonde lady number one. <laughs> yeah, blonde yeah. lady number one. Yeah. Blonde lady number a million. Yeah. She goes from woman and wife to Carrie real quick. She does. She does, yeah, because the, um, the, the, o- the Okami, <sighs> the Okami... Okami? Okami. Okami that Rufus had that came back to life uh, was feasting on single white women. Which, like... It's on brand for the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's two on brand. That's a double randomizer. Two on the nose. Yeah. This is what... We, know, we now know why that Okami left Japan. Yeah. Got a fetish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta get for white, white ladies. Yeah. Single white ladies. And, of course... Where are the white women at? Uh, 
Bobby immediately thinks of his new neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she just hit on him. It's like, oh, the lady with the, the pie or the cobbler and everything. Yeah. Eats. And then a battle ensues. Yeah. Uh, Bobby breaks into this woman's house. With a sawed-off shotgun. Yeah. Or no, she didn't break. Did he break in? Yeah, he oh, busted oh he busted my in. God. Okami just means wolf, y'all. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, there's a PS2 game called Okami where you, it's pretty mm-hmm. much like It was on the Zelda. Wii, too. And on the and GameCube, I believe. Yes. Uh, you play as a wolf, but it's just Legend of Zelda. Yeah. It's a game you would probably it was like. It's very Get pretty. They did a remaster of it recently. Yeah, the Switch, right? Uh-huh. The yeah. fuck out of here. Yeah. I don't... You should play it. You would like it. Yeah. I will play it. But also... It's very Japanese. <laughs> yep. But also... But I also... am mad that they're like... It's a demon, I guess. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Y'all couldn't find. Oh, God damn it! I hate that so much. Kind of like how Inuyasha is a dog. He's a dog. He is a dog. Well, they act like it's a species of demon, but really it just means wolf. And I'm just like, guys. Yep. What, what does Lamia mean? Uh, no, Lamia is actually a monster. Okay. Tight. Yeah. No, it's they a. Got that one right. A child devouring sea monster. Neat. That's like part woman, part snake. Like a Ooh. mermaid, but uh, not the way you think. <laughs> or no, what like are a the, mermaid um... but with snakes. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, there's a name for that. Don't bring hentai into this. Nagini. No, You're thinking of Nagini. Nagini. Yeah, yeah which is a different, similar concept, but a different thing. It's a different, completely different execution. I googled mermaid, but it's snakes. This is not what I wanted. What did What did you want, Travis? So Lamia was originally a Libyan queen loved by Zeus, as we all know. That turned out that turns out great. When his jealous wife Hera learned of their affair, she stole away Lamia's children, and the woman, driven mad with grief, tore out her own eyes. Zeus then transformed her into a monster, allowing her to extract revenge by devouring the children of others. Let's break down one of those words. The one that starts with L very early on in that. Libyan? Libyan? Yeah. yeah. How is that spelt? L-I-B-Y-A-N. I want to break down the origin of that word. Okay. Yeah. You see where I'm going with this? I do. Yeah. What, what, when you just put it into Google, what does it tell you? It's uh, Libya. No, I know, I know okay. what it is. I thought it, was, I, was, I thought it was something completely else because I heard, like, there's some pronouns of, uh. No, Libya is in North Africa, so oh. it's not crazy. The way you said it, it sounded like, you know, Libya. Like, all right, well. No, Libyan. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you said A Libyan, Libyan, like somebody from Libya. It sounded like Libyan when it hit my ears, and I was like, well, yeah. Oh, she's a daughter of Poseidon. Okay. Yeah. So she's wet. Hmm. I mean, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. There. So... But it's a mermaid, but with snakes. Mermaid, but it's snakes. Yep. But it's not a Nagini. No, actually, I looked it up, and in one of the one of the works that I was referencing, um, does classify those characters as Lamia. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I did. Yeah, so uh, those are the two monsters. Of course, there's nothing about using a silver knife blessed by a priest. Yeah, like, that's not a fucking no. thing. It's something on their own, like, a fandom wiki. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. Same probably. Like, um, Bobby's like, I checked our wiki, and it says just do this. Yeah. 
And if that doesn't work, use rosemary and salt and yeah. then fry her up. Yeah. That was a cool scene. That was yeah. cool. When the FBI and Jody were there and he was like, sorry, it's my mom. And he's talking to Dean about how to kill the Lamia. Yeah. So an FBI agent comes by because they're on looking for Rufus because mm-hmm. Rufus has gotten like, you know, picked up. Yep. One of his uh, aliases is Reuben Stuttered. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, I liked, again, Jody, my girl. Mm-hmm. So glad she was in this episode. Totally sticking up for Bobby. Oh, too. yeah. she Well, she knows what's up now. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I love her so much. She's so great. I just. <sighs> yes. I can't wait for her to become more prominent. Me too. She is excellent. That and somebody else. Mm-hmm. But yeah. We must wait. But we must wait. But <laughs> but we already did think about him explaining like the, the whole septic shit. tank. Yeah, yeah. 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 So Jody, there's a really funny scene where like, um, Jody's like, "Why don't I look around, FBI guy, and you go wait outside?" And Bobby's like, what are you doing? And she was like, I thought you wouldn't want an FBI agent snooping around your place. And he goes, yeah, I have a body in the basement. <laughs> she goes, yeah, and I didn't want, think you wanted me to hear. Yeah. And then he and goes, well, I've got a body buried too. out back, too. <laughs> oh, Bobby. Uh, oh, also, Rufus everywhere. is Jewish, which I love. Is he? He says, well, I mean, I don't know if it's I, like I he's practicing. Oh. Uh, but he talks, so Bobby has a, you know. A digger. A, mm-hmm. a Bob the Builder style digger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's like digging a grave for this uh, Akami. And Rufus goes, I know what I want for Hanukkah. Oh, which, yeah. You know, cracked me up. Yeah. That's um, an eight day present right there. Yeah. That's all days. <laughs> um, and uh, um, then, uh, yeah, I just loved it so much. I loved, so Bobby totally wood chippers the Lamia. Yes, no. The or the Okami. Okami. Yes. Uh, so. Right in front of. Karen. Karen. Yeah. Karen Melissa, whatever her name yes. is. Whatever the fuck her name is. While she's in a white nightgown. Yep. She showed up in that nightgown and I was like, oh no. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Yeah. And I really liked that. I really liked that Bobby got his tan sturdy because we don't see him like hunt a lot. We don't see him yeah, kill monsters yeah. a lot. He's usually in the background, like doing research, you know, living his best life, mm-hmm. answering phones. Um, Big sniper Garth. Garth gets a name drop. Garth is a character that shows up later. Nice. He is great. He is great. I love him. Is there another hunter that's named Wayne? No. No. Damn it. Uh, I know, I, a real missed opportunity yeah. <laughs> there. I will say Garth is the show's Kelso. Oh. Oh, wait. Kelso. That 70s show Kelso. Yeah, what did you think I of it? <sighs> I, that 80s show Kelso? I never watched that 70s show. I watched Scrubs, which has Bob Kelso. No. Bobby Singer is Bob Kelso. Yeah, that is but true. Like, he's like Dr. Cox and Bob Kelso into one. That Yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> You know, I, I've never seen that 70s show, so I don't yeah. know. I don't have a reference for that. Oh, fucking really? Yeah. That seems like a show you would have been, like, right on top of. Really? Yeah. I never got into it. I never really it. got into it either. Man, I've seen every episode of that show. Damn. Yeah. Oh. 
It's it's good. It's weird. Good. It's good. Like, it's like a good like harkening back to like really old sitcoms. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. But with a few like more modern. Well, see, that's what it was when it when it was actually like on the air. I thought it was a like, oh, it's another show like Happy Days. It's very much that, but it's a little bit more slick and a little like a mm. little modernized. Okay. Hmm. I highly suggest giving it a shot because there are some really good kitty moments with like that's the mom from the show. Yeah, she's like one of the best TV moms. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Um, I really loved uh, the Garth name drop. I was yeah. like, wait, does he show up this episode? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got, I got really excited. Hey, you hear Bobby tell somebody to call the FBI, but then the FBI phone rings at his place, and it's Garth again. He's like, no, the real FBI. <laughs> yeah. How are you still alive? How is Garth still alive, oh, though? Uh, he's so great. I Do love you know him so plays much. Garth? No. Okay, good. I was going to say, some good. fucking... Dana Carvey? I don't know. Nope. Uh, <laughs> I don't even want you to look it up. Nope. Okay. Because I know what I'm going to pick when he shows up prominently for I, LSA. I know what you're going to pick when he shows up prominently Text for LSA. Me what you think I'm going to pick. Text you to the group. No. no. Damn it. <laughs> Thought that but, would work. We're going to do so a separate gets, thing. He gets name dropped. Um, There's the thing at the end that I want to talk about that I'm kind of stuck on the flashback. Yeah. Is there anything before so, that? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I think we've nailed everything else. Yeah, I mean, Gavin shows up and he doesn't really have that much. He, yeah, he doesn't really They could do that not much. find a guy to do a Scottish accent. Mm-hmm. He, he has, like, what, one line? Two, Two lines. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, okay, we got mm-hmm. it. We yeah. got you. I think future Gavin actually has a pretty good Scottish accent. Has way more lines. I think future Gavin. I think future Gavin is actually Scottish. Yeah, that helps. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty. Su- I'm pretty sure. Future Gavin definitely shows up more. Yeah. Um, Theo Devaney. Oh, he's English. Well, close enough. Born in London, Devaney graduated from a three-year professional acting school, training at the Oxford School of Drama. But so when? Oh, he's in Psych. Really. Uh, but when Bobby has given Crowley the business, and Crowley has already like tried to pantomime the fight and be like, mm-hmm. "Look, I win," shaved the paint off the ceiling. Yeah, some redneck silly bitch. Yeah. yeah, I know how this goes. You're gonna be like, "Give me back my soul, you idiot!" And then Crowley's <laughs> like, oh, "That was so good." Bro. I won't do it. And he has like, "I've got a witty remark," and I can't do accents and. <laughs> I can only do two accents, and that is my damn near flawless Russian accent <laughs> and a southern one. And again, only when a nice old waitress from Cracker Barrel is asking me if I want biscuits or cornbread. Yeah. <laughs> but so, special circumstances. Bobby is like, well, that's just the beginning of this. Yeah. yeah. And then he whips out the phone and tosses it over to Crowley. Well, Gavin's there first, and Bobby does something that I love, which is the whole... Kevin, I've missed you. I'm just fucking with you. I hate him. (laughs) I hate him. Yeah, he hates hates me. We're a terrible family. With a great big hug and a kiss from me to you. I hate cheese. Okay, anyways. um, Yeah, loved that. Loved that. That was great. And then, uh, um, you know, Bobby and, and, and Crowley have their little, like, Mexican standoff. And... Um, then 
that's where Seaman and Dean come in, and they have flown over to Scotland mm-hmm. to stand over Crowley's grave with his bones. Yeah. Also, by the way, now that we know that Crowley's real name is Fergus McLeod, that 100% means that Crowley named himself after Alistair Crowley. Yeah. And yeah. or the character from Good Omens. Mm-hmm. Or the Ozzy Osbourne song. Or, that's it. Yep. <laughs> he is a... Mr. Crowley. He is a six or seventeenth century Scotsman. Yep. With a son who wanted to get his dick into the double digits. Mm-hmm. Or a three exchange. Yep, to get his dick into the double digits. That's what Crowley says, but I don't know. There was a dick talk in this episode. Yeah. There was. There was like Jody's like, let's put away our dicks, boys. Put, mm-hmm. put away the measuring tape and zip up your pants. Yeah, yep. put away the rulers. Uh, and that was good. That was good. Um but like Crowley's like, no, that's a myth. That doesn't work. Yeah. And then he's like, I do know it works. And then there's a flashback to oh. something we already saw. Earlier in the episode. Yeah. Now, I don't know about you. It was My like, memory is pretty bad, but it's yeah. not that bad. <laughs> I know a lot happened this episode, but it uh, had only been a half hour. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I... I, I, you didn't yeah. need the prompting. It was literally I got just, you. it was just <laughs> a fill time. It really was. It, and there was a terrible CGI effect. We we don't like any original take. If they had just shown like original take of him like spraying the flame on the bones and then just shown her burning like she did earlier in the episode, that would have yeah. been fine. Yeah. But they wasted a lot of money on that scene and they were way too proud of that shit. Yeah. So the CGI effect is... It burns her down to her skeleton, yep. which is a black And then, well, the skeleton, skeleton gets all burned. Like carbonized and shit. Yeah. Like, like a la, she looks like a character out of the Black Cauldron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like an evil skeleton character out of the Black Cauldron. Yeah. And I'm just like. Like a stop motion skeleton. Yeah. And I'm just like, guys, was this necessary? Was yeah. This no, I mean, it looked like a. And the answer to that question is like no, it was not. Like a 1998 CG skeleton. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like skeletons from Jason and the Argonauts looked better. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Like, they were proud of it. We got to see it again. Mm-hmm. Got is a strong word. Yeah. Um, but they and that's the worst. That's the worst to. part in the episode. There was like forty seconds to a minute of that flashback. Yeah. With that effect, though. Mm-hmm. And it had like a Instagram filter over it. It did. Like a vignetting, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a black vignette when you want to be extra moody. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was not a fan. Definitely could have missed it. Yeah. Sure. But then we get like a good hearty, like another phone call with Bobby and the boys where he's like, look, I'm sorry if I was a little snippy with you earlier. Yeah, <coughs> everyone, everyone kisses and makes up. Yeah. yeah. And then they're like, nah, we were shitty too. It's all good. Yeah. Um, but other than that CGI thing, this episode's great. I mean, it's funny where it needs to be funny. Mm-hmm. It's there's, I love the moment where Bobby's like, y'all listen up. Um, I loved Crowley. Yeah. It was good to see him again. It's good when, like, I love when Crowley's personable and lovable and, like, great. Yeah. But it's awesome when he's a When he is a shit. magnificent bastard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I loved, um, I liked Bobby getting the, getting the, the game on Crowley. I liked that oh, he, yeah. that they had a little battle of wits and Bobby fucking won mm-hmm. against that evil Brit. Yeah. Um, I love, uh... Yeah, I just loved it so much. And um, we got to talk about what's wrong with Sam again. 
Yeah. This week's episode of What's Wrong with What's Sam. What's Wrong with Sam. He's different, but we don't know why. Yep. And honestly, is he that different? I don't know. <laughs> the show doesn't seem to want to tell us at all. Yeah. I think I had future version hijacked with Sam. They just want uh they just want Dean to be like seriously guys he's fucking different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys, it's, it is a little bit like maybe they're just building it up and building it up and building it up so eventually the audience is left feeling the lady doth protest too much. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Look, we know he's different. He went to hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We know yeah, he's Yeah, Dean, you went to hell. You came back different, I think. He came he definitely came back darker. Yeah. Like Darker, sage. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, because the same thing happened to Dean. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I just said, yeah. he came back from hell, and it was like, I think did all of them come back. Now, Sam is different, like, yeah. and it is a noticeable no, way. It absolutely yeah. is, based on the last episode when he was like, "Yeah, fucking reach your hand to that kid." Who gives yeah. a fuck? But the it, my issue is once again, the show has just decided to tell us that he's different, right? Yeah. Yeah, with the exception of that one thing from last episode where he's like, yeah, fucking whatever about the kid. I don't give a shit. Yeah, we really haven't seen anything. And we are going to get to a point where we're like, Sam, whoa, calm down. What the fuck? But the fact of the matter is we are not there yet. Yeah. And for some reason, Dean is just like, it's got to be something. And it's like, why do you know that? Well, if he's his brother, if anybody's going to know something's wrong with you, it's going to be somebody who's known you for as long as family has. But yeah. clearly something's wrong. He went to hell and he came back and nobody knows why. Like, I get that that, that is understandable. Right. Oh, okay. But the fact that he just like, but it's something different. It's something mm-hmm. else. Like, but, but. It's not giving us, any, it's not verbalizing it. It's yeah. showing us, it's telling us and not showing us. Yeah, and that is yep. a problem. Yeah. But, I mean, we're going to get to a point where it's like, oh, no, yeah, Sam's fucked up and we're all on board and we don't know why. Right. For Spoiler now, alert. That seems like something that would be more suited for, like, leading up to the mid-season yeah. Something. Yeah, mid-season finale. But yeah, right off the bat, it's like... That was a bit much. Yeah. It's a bit... Yeah. yeah. But also, I mean, based on shows that Sarah Gamble runs these days, it's always like, oh, there's a lot yeah. going on. Like, in, in both The Magicians and in You, it's like, oh, damn. Yeah, there's a lot. Supernatural episode list. It's uh, fuck. I already forgot. No, I already know what it is. I'm just looking. I'm just looking deeper into the future. Okay. But yeah, I mean, other than those tiny things, this episode is fantastic. I love it so much. I love Jody. I even liked Karen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or Marcy, or whatever the fuck her name is. Melissa. Melissa. Mary. Kathy. There's only one Mary in the world. That's right. And that's Mary Winchester. Oh, I was going to say the mother of Jesus. Oh, yeah, that too, I guess. <laughs> Two Whatever. Marys in the world. The mother of Bruce Wayne. That's it, though. And they're both fucking dead. And the mother of Superman. Oh, that's right. They're both named... Was it Mary? Yeah, I thought it was Mary. Jesus. Your mom's name's Mary, too. <laughs> yeah. Let's plug it out, bro. <laughs> I still haven't seen that movie. I haven't seen any of the Zack Snyder Superman. Me either. Um, fucking... Henry Cavill as Geralt of Rivia, though. He can fucking get it. He he absolutely can get it. Honestly, I... 
two episodes into The Witcher, I did not realize that Henry Cavill was like the most recent Superman mm-hmm. until I IMDb'd it. I was like, why do I know that yeah. name, Henry Cavill? I was like, oh, he's fucking done better Superman. stuff. You cannot yeah. judge him based on. I think he was in the Man from Uncle too. Oh, okay. I think I think he plays the main, and that's a pretty damn good movie. If it's yeah. not him, it's still a damn good movie. But he can fucking get it as a girl. There was a really funny webcomic where, like, uh, it's one of those where it's a couple, mm-hmm. and the, I think the lady uh, draws it and likes it, and like they're dressed up for cosplay as they're both The Witcher, mm-hmm. and they're the guys like, yeah, we love the games, we love the books, and in each panel, it's like the games, the books, the series, but he says books, she says Geralt's ass. And he says books, and she says Geralt's ass. She <laughs> says games, she says Geralt's ass. Yeah. And then in the fourth panel, he's like, Geralt's ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to see if I can find it. It's fucking good. That yeah. series is amazing. He was in Midsummer Murders. My stepmom loves that fucking show. Mm. They watch it all the time. Was he in The Man from Uncle? Or are you know. looking at his IMDb? I am looking at his Wikipedia. Oh, he also tried to go out for Cedric Diggory in uh, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. He would have been too yeah. old, wouldn't he? I think so. Yeah. Oh, how old is he? He was he was in The Man from Uncle. Okay. He co-starred with Arnie Hammer in the film version of Spy Series, The Man from Uncle. That's a great movie if you haven't seen it. Arnie Hammer's a great actor. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah. Honestly, I could miss it. I love dumb movies like that. No, I totally get it. I'm just not a... No, like, I, I love a good cable movie where somebody, like, steals something. Oh, shit, he was almost Bond. Nice. Really? Yeah, it was between him and Daniel Craig, and they went with Daniel Craig. There's still time for him to be the next one. I mean, I know Daniel Craig's going to be making Bond movies for probably the next five to seven years. Oh, absolutely. And then his breakout was as uh, Superman and Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for like the next 10 to 15 years when somebody else gets a hold of like the, the Bond like running of those movies. Because did you see what like the people who like own it and kind of run it now said? They're no. kind of shitty. That James Bond could never be a woman. Oh, that does suck. Yeah. But why not? That's That's my point. It's like... I mean, if the doctor from Doctor Who can be a lady, yeah, like women, yeah, literally do anything. I think that would be an interesting mix of the characters. Mm-hmm. You know what? Well, I'm there is in the in the preview and the trailer for the newest Bond movie, there is another agent. She's not Bond, but she is like Bond a 007. Level. She yeah. is a double O. Well, see, that's my favorite headcanon about the James Bond franchise. Yeah, there's so many different actors that it, it's a title. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. Which is how. It they should have they should have just committed to that because I think it it would be but yeah. it, no it is it is he is James Bond he is yeah. like that is his name that is mm-hmm. who he is yeah. you know all those ad- characters all those different actors are the same character yeah, yeah. they just look on the Jay. one hand I'm like do you know how much flack Jodie Whittaker has gotten for being the Doctor yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so much that's, so much and that's just from like a niche. I wouldn't say niche, but a big niche. Yeah. A big nook of fans. Yeah. Main, I'm not saying they shouldn't do it. I'm just saying niche. that mainstream they freaked niche. out. I'm just saying that they freaked out when uh, they, they made James Bond blonde. Yeah. Like, it's going to, yeah. they're going to have to, I mean, they should do it. What they freaked out more, like, it, like, 
him being blonde was like a day or a weekend. What freaked people out was him ordering a Heineken. Mm, and not a martini. Not a martini. That's what freaked Jesus people Christ, out. Jesus Christ, y'all. Like, let a character grow. Let a character be a little bit yeah. newer. Let yeah. Modernize a let a character bit. update. Yeah. Also, update your phone so it works for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. While we're talking about it. But, so the next episode is... What's live, it called? Live, live free, free or, or twy hard. Live free or twy hard. Uh, Sam and Dean become bronies. Oh man! I, but not the way you think. I wanted to pull a trailer and be like, "Let me take a stab." At this. <laughs> You're gonna. It's gonna be like Twilight, but not the way you think. <laughs> I guess Twilight was still a huge thing in 2010. Yeah, 100. Yeah, because that was like what the third or fourth movie was either on the way or out already. I think the fourth book had been out for a year. Yeah. I just looked up some shit people were saying about Jodie Whittaker being the the new doctor, and oh. I just um, yeah, that's not podcast material. It's no, it sad is not. Time material. That is sad. I am upset yeah. about it. My, I don't really have a real like resolution for the year. Yeah, but it's just one is to maintain. Just maintain where I'm at now. Maybe improve a little bit. The other one is stay out of the comment sections. God, it yeah. is rough because you're never. Like, if it's a, for, like, something big, like a news thing, nine times out of ten, you're just going to get pissed off. I'm just yeah. going to read. So this is in Quorum. Oh, I feel bad. I'm going to read the first sentence. Oh, Quora? God. Q-U- Quora. Sorry. Q-U-O-R-A. Yeah. Why is the new Doctor Who female is the question. I hate that website with a passion. Somebody said, because back in the 1980s, Feminists decided they like, liked Doctor Who, oh, but they didn't like men. No. <sighs> what? Jiminy fucking Christmas. God, you just got to laugh at shit like that. Because that is, either that guy is a troll and he's doing a bad job. Here's my problem with that website. Because I haven't, I haven't gone through the depths of it. Cora? Yeah. But you kind of get paid if you drum up enough, like, like stir up enough shit oh get like enough attention on websites or it's like reddit where you get more internet points for mm-hmm. just getting more upvotes or your comments get upvotes or your posts get gets oh yeah upvotes. yahoo answers had a, a thing like that for a while yeah i i, I don't like that either because the answers are never there the answers are only there if you're looking for the right one <laughs> morpheus Oh, here's somebody saying. Honestly, like after listening to the podcast, my brother, my brother, and me for so long, I've gotten a new appreciation for Yahoo Answers, just because it is a pit of despair. Despair, but it is also so fascinating. But that's my exact problem with comment sections. They are a pit of despair and will suck years off your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're upsetting. I yeah. have to put my phone down. Exactly. Yeah. I just saw somebody call her the worst doctor in Who history, and I was like, guys, really? The worst one? The worst one? I think we're forgetting some of the classic Who doctors, which are rough. Yeah. I was thinking, number six is who I'm thinking of. We all know that I'm thinking of number six. So bad, he didn't, they just killed him off screen. Oh, God. Yeah. 
That's rough. It was, and it wasn't the actor's fault. It was the writing, 100%, because yeah. he comes in and, and the doctor, I feel like when you write the doctor, you have to balance between like him being like, I'm a superior alien, but also his love of humanity yeah. or her love of humanity. It's like Superman. Oh, it's that one. Their love of humanity. Yeah. yeah. And so you're, yeah. Yeah, that guy. So he comes in right off the bat and he's like really swarmy and a dick. And everybody was like, oh, they didn't do the balance well. And his outfit was loud as fuck. Loud and atrocious. So They're, yeah, like, he's doctors, he's definitely like considered the worst doctor. Yeah, doctors five, six, seven were very. They're all very loud. There's one where his like his theme was question marks. Yeah, that's seven. Uh, yeah, and then well, I actually think five's outfit was fine. Um, he's wearing like which one's the one with the scarf? That's four. that's four. Okay. It's fine, but it's very of its time. Five has a. He looks like a golfer. A uh, a piece of a vegetable. Oh, he's got a. In his he's um, got a cricket lapel. Bat. Yeah, oh, that's what I want to say. He's dressed like a cricket player, I mm, guess. Yeah. Let's get those. But he's got a vegetable got a in his helmet. lapel. <coughs> I kind of just want to watch all of the transitions between doctors. You can, yeah. <laughs> oh, buddy. It. It's I, available I, to you. I bet it's on YouTube or something. It is. But. Like loud, it's yeah, guys. There's a reason why the show got canceled. You know, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. Come on. And the only existence of some of the episodes were in like a radio station in the Middle East, right? That yeah, some of them mm-hmm. were found there. Yeah. From like what early seasons? That's the seventh. <sighs> See the question mark umbrella? Yeah. It looks like. <coughs> and the question marks on his sweater. Mm-hmm. I just saw those. He looks like <clears throat> combined the Riddler and. Like the mask. So the fun thing about the Seventh Doctor is that when it started out, there was like a, like basically the British equivalent of like Phil Schlafly, except not super anti-feminist or anti-women, I guess. Your phone case does not feel how it looks. I know. No, it does not. Um, but she was like, there was like this, this basically the BBC had much stricter like rules on what could be shown on television, and. And then those rules ended up becoming laxer, like more lax over time. And so the doctor's story started out like really lackluster, but then by the end of his run, were super dark Mm. and like just like really fucked up. Mm. Anyways, I'm ready to wrap this shit up. Yeah. Head to Copper Top where I'm trying out some new jokes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you already did the next episode. Yes. Yeah, it's Twilight, but not the way you think. I wonder what way could I be thinking about? Travis? No, I said um, they become bronies, but not the way you think. Oh, they become bronies, but not the way you think. Yeah. Getting us confused again, because mm-hmm. we're white dudes. Yeah, that's 100% it. Ari, right, do you have anything to plug well, for the Well, you're both weekend? taller than me. Um, do you have yeah. anything to plug for that weekend? Yes, so I'm actually going to be in Charleston, South Carolina on the 1st of February. Hell yeah. Um, and then on the 31st, I'm going to be in Atlanta. And in on the thirtieth, I'm going to be in Columbia, South Carolina. Nice. So, so if you want to check those out, you can find it on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, the details for those shows. Yeah. If you're in the area, come come say hi. Hell yeah! I'll It'll have some awesome. merch. If you're in Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah, if you're in Huntsville or anywhere around Huntsville on February first, come see Ben and I at Shenanigans Theater on a show called Comedy Reflux. Yeah. It's a cool show where uh, comics do like a five to seven minute set, and then a team of improv comics 
come up and act out things that they just told jokes about. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. That sounds fun. I would yeah. like to be it there, it's but I will cool. be in Yeah. One of these days we'll get to hang out and show together again. Yeah. One, maybe one of these days we'll go to a town where we have listeners. Maybe. Maybe yeah. one of these days. I actually will be in Ohio in the, in the summer. Tight. Well, thank you so, so much for listening. If you want to hear more from us, please check out our website, halfcast.com, where you can find links to all of our social media, including Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, we are at Halfcast, or uh, Hey Ask Brian, on Facebook. You can also find our Patreon. Yeah. Please support us on Patreon. If you do, and you pay us $3 a month, you get access to a, another show we do called Let's Jag Ass, where we watch things that supernatural actors have been in that are not supernatural. Such great hits like Stonehenge Apocalypse. Devour. Devour. Uh, Veronica uh, Mars. Nightmare on Elm Street 2010. Yeah, not Nightmare on Elm Street, but not the one you think. Not the one you think. <laughs> uh, unless you're thinking of the 2010 version, in which case it is. Yeah. Um, we did Lost. We did, yeah. And we this month we're doing something great. Brain. Yeah, okay, I'm picking it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's my turn. I'm very excited to go to specializing Oh, no. Oh, boy. I'll just give you a good try. So, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Uh, until next time, have fun. It's what? time mado basil soup. Oh, Hello, um, my old friend. I, I just thought I've of that because every, every episode is a vignette about a different character because Kronos keeps making this fucking soup. Yeah.